<laughs> I saw a headline today. Not to, I don't think this is that heavy com- compared to the shit I usually drop. Uh-huh. But it was the the headline that Cartoon Network Studios was being shut down. What? You y'all didn't see that? It oh. was like trending. Warner Brothers is saying that's not true that it's going to be a distinct you know, everything's going to remain intact, but they're just going to, I guess, make the brands and lines more distinct, whatever the fuck that means. But it just made me think about, <laughs> it made me think about what if and, and what it means. And then it made me think about the shit we're always talking about, you know. What if I told you that cartoons could be on a network? What if I told you they already are? What if I told you you're in a cartoon right now? What if I told you cartoons are in us? I had sex with a cartoon. (laughs) (laughs) I have cartoon sex. Fuck Warner Brothers. They made that movie Osmosis Jones. They made Osmosis Jones and they let Kid (laughs) Rock in that bitch. (sighs) Talking about Kitty Fiddlin'. Mm. Kid Rock talking about kids. Talking about Kid Rock talking about rocking kids. I was yep. I was watching our TikTok content. Um, the Osmosis <laughs> Jones one is doing very well. Well, we'll see. It might we'll beat her see. out into the uh, late hours here, but uh, <laughs> yeah, I think it's resonating with the audience. Yeah, the fact that there. Osmosis Jones is bad. Well, not the movie, but the movie's great. What they did, they Classic. made some questionable creative decisions and choices yeah. i'm still reeling for, it's I'm like really... come on are you fucking serious even in right. the 2003 even in 2003 yeah you couldn't get that joke off on a sitcom probably in 2003 right i think it was it was actually uh 2001 it was august 2001 i i just guessed 2003 because it seemed like, we just oh, okay. islamophobia but, just like took over the room like a stinky fart i'm no just paying attention to any kind of other fucked I mean, up shit it was august it wasn't even. It wasn't even. It was August. It wasn't even time yet. <laughs> Jay Z was like, "Yeah, I think the cover, you know, right. we could fix the cover of the blueprint and put it out pretty soon." He was right. working on that. Yeah. Oh my god! Yeah. It was August. It was August. It wasn't even. I remember my my family rented us. Well, no, it was my mom and my mom's friend and her her son. I came home. You know when something fun just happened and you just missed it when you're a kid and you're like, it's catastrophic because it's yeah. like, I don't get, I can't just, oh, I'll rent the movie and buy popcorn for myself. You can't do that shit. You know, it's like you missed it. Right. I came back in like an empty bowl of Tostitos queso. Osmosis Jones was just rented and they just finished it. And I was like, really? Oh, man. You motherfuckers just watched Osmosis <laughs> Jones without me? Without me? Dog. The same thing happened to me when my my dad, uh, my dad bought a bootleg copy of uh, Pokemon Two Thousand. Mm. Uh, actually, I wanted no, to see that in no. theater so bad, and I couldn't. It was the first. Him. I didn't. I, in case you're wondering, I did not have that experience of seeing Pokemon. <sighs> me 2000. neither. I was collecting oh. the toys from McDonald's and Burger King like a motherfucker, but yeah, actually, correction, it was Pokemon the first movie, and I. I what is the this. first one? This was the one where uh, they meet Mewtwo. What's the name of it? I think it's, it's Pokemon, Pokemon the, the movie. Fir- it's Pokemon oh, okay. the first movie. So yeah. 2000 is... Po- 2000 is the one with like Lugia and all the new... Like, oh, second yeah. So Pokemon. I'm talking about the first movie, yeah, not so the, 2000. Yeah. yeah. So That's the one I wanted to see. And yeah. And didn't. that's the one my dad like 
there was a dude always hanging at Kroger, always had DVDs, and my dad would always come home with a PlayStation <laughs> and a and a new DVD. It was like wow, like a like PS2s were just like he was buying them for like twenty bucks. Some I don't know how this how this happened. He was getting the li- stolen. I mean, <laughs> yeah, this fell off a truck. Yeah, them them like, licks. It was like daddy was uh, copping from them boys hitting licks <laughs> on the PS2. Yeah, that's how. I don't know how. It was like every time I went to my dad's house, he came home with a new PS2. It was the wildest shit. Yeah, that's a, <laughs> like, that's a confusing sentence. He's like, yeah. you need to play Shadow the Colossus, son. Yeah. <laughs> it was, it this was, is called it was, Sly Cooper and, and the Thievius Raccoonus. Yeah. It was, it was really the wildest shit. It was like my dad had, he would come home with a PS2 and suddenly out of nowhere he had cable. It was like, I think I he got those the same day. Yeah. It Sounds was always like, like, I didn't know. First of all, I didn't know we didn't have cable. Mm. And now you have, you're telling me a man came over and installed cable. He hooked it up. But anyway, we he brought home Pokemon the first movie. And I was really, I was excited to watch it. But I was also disappointed that I didn't get the theater experience where mm-hmm. you got the fucking, the holographic Mew card. Yeah, I got card. that. Yeah. Sorry. That's incredible. Wow. That's fucking yeah. sick. You still I, have it? No. Oh, man. Oh, no, that's long gone. No, oh, that's long man. gone. I, like, sold all of you know, my Xbox, boom. PS2. There's all a Pokemon these... card boom going Oh, yeah. Now. Yeah, I Them sold yeah. so many. I probably, I probably sold off, like, 10 grand worth of shit. Lots, I mean, it yeah. wasn't lots, worth that Lots then. of kids did. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's disgusting. <laughs> yeah. it's, There's lots of I, people that wish so they like, held no on way to this Pokemon fucking card. Happy Meal toy is going to be worth anything. And it's like, you look it up, and it's, like, fucking... You know, thousands. you know what kills me? I had for years, I still had the the Burger King sunglasses from Wild Wild West. Yeah, me too. For Fuck. years. Yeah, I had those too. Yep. There was a Burger King Happy Meal thing where it was the uh, Wild Thornberry's movie. Uh-huh. And that nasty son who was like. Yeah, there was a scratch and sniff. Where mm-hmm. you'd be like, his ass, what does that smell like? <laughs> He's scratching. It's like, not ass. good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> not very good. <laughs> I remember that. Yeah, no. Um, Something specific. About- oh, cable. I remember yeah. the night we got cable. And the thing I remember is like, I. Was it Comcast? or No, it was Charter. 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 Charter Communications, mm-hmm. which is, I think. I think was bought by Optimum, I think, or something. Like yeah, that. they had that in Alabama when I was in high school. Charter? Yeah. Charter. More like Charter. Um, and yeah, like literally turned it on. It was like Scooby-Doo reruns on probably Boomerang or Cartoon Network. And I was like, whoa, look at all these channels. <laughs> Did you ever have cable? You had, no, you didn't have cable. I don't know. Cable and Christianity, for some reason, don't mix. <laughs> I don't know why. Like, I knew so many kids that didn't have cable. Yeah. My, I don't, so here's where I get confused to this day. I don't, most basic of my, versus. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. So most no, of my. No, basic I'm asking. Because some kids literally were just doing this shit into their teens, like the bunny years. Like, oh, oh yeah. there's a yeah, fucking. That's, right, right. So I, we didn't have that. Okay. It would just be like, it was like a hundred channels or something. Yeah, that's what I had. Yeah. yeah. So it was like, you know, you would have. Disney Channel, Nickelodeon, UPN, a bunch of like news mm-hmm. stations, sci-fi, MTV, VH1, yeah. Spike TV. Uh there was um fuck, Turner Classic Movies yeah. was one. Yeah. yeah. Uh History CMTV, Channel, Sci-Fi Channel. Yeah. And yeah. A- Planet A&E, or um, Pre Breaking Bad A&E. Animal, AMC. Animal, Animal, AMC. Animal AMC, Planet. Yes. Animal Planet. Was that a whole channel? I can't remember. MTV1, MTV2. Yeah. 
I'm really trying to I'm, list. I remember the numbers yeah. too. They're coming back to me as I'm going. There MTV. was ABC Family also. Yeah. yeah. There um, was always I, lit channels in the 40s. It was like all 45. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> TNT remember, may have been yeah, in the 40s yeah, yeah. for me. I think MTV was 50. Bravo. VH1, 51. Uh, or I never remember any of the channels. I, I think BET was 72. Cartoon Network. BET was 71 for me. Oh, yeah? Yeah. And MTV was 72, and then VH1 was 73. You know what? Actually, I think- <laughs> It's going to be teenagers right. watching think... this like, what the fuck <laughs> yeah, are they yeah, talking yeah. about? I think I think later on, they like switched them up and then moved uh, MTV and VH1 to 50 and 51, because they I remember them being consecutive at one It's point. regional though, right? Yeah. This was in yeah. Georgia, so we were both in the Southeast, so it was probably similar. I grew up in Maryland. Well, that's southeast. I mean, the, nah, yes. depends who you ask, that's I guess. Mid-east, yeah, right. I mean, the Middle yeah. East. That's where you grew up in the Middle East. Yeah, yeah. Spike TV East. was seventy. Comedy Central was sixty nine. I remember that. Yeah. I think Comedy Central was sixty nine for, for me. You also, it was, really it sounds normal. Sixty eight for me. It was in the sixties for me. Right. Yeah. Cartoon wow. Network was sixty two. Nickelodeon sixty three. Disney sixty four. I remember those. And like, UPN, we definitely sound crazy right now. Yeah. Insane. UPN WB fifty. That was like the early twenty like twenties. Or, yeah. or some shit mm-hmm. did you and then i remember i used to be on telemundo all the time because that's where uh dragon ball z was playing first what before. no way yeah i used to watch dragon ball z in spanish <laughs> do you know Kakarot. Kakaroto. Chara-ra. that was more italian do you know did you know the the english dragon ball z was translated from spanish no way. Yeah. Why? Oh, I guess that's easier than why. I guess Spanish speaking folks wanted that shit more. Bro, there is a whole world of like Spanish speaking anime mm-hmm. that like is so far beyond what we got. Like, if you if you ask um my old uh, co-host Crystal Marie uh from Beyond the Bot, she was from uh from DR, and everything they well, got man. was like everything they got was like uh just a step above. Uh, the quality of what we got because they didn't censor the way we do. It was just like oh, everything wow. was still there. It was like, more uncut. You're saying? Yeah, was they uncut. was fucking Goku. They was fucking. Fucking. Goku was digging in Bulma's. <laughs> <laughs> Her what? Her what, Connor? Pussy. Okay. All right. Oh. It's, it's just out there. All right. <laughs> I, uh, wish that word didn't have so much. Piccolo was clapping cheeks. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I did want to. <laughs> Wait, I, you were I, getting I, something. I genuinely wanted to bounce back to the Cartoon Network <laughs> Studios. Hold on, no hold on, you guys. No, 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 no way I can nah, Spanish nah, Goku, real pic- quick. Nah, Piccolo was fucking. Let's double that on the yeah, right, course. Right. Piccolo was fucking. Yeah, right. Piccolo was fucking in Spanish. Uh huh. Yeah, they was throwing down on Planet Namek. Oh yeah, they was throwing down. Oh yeah. 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 Do you know what I wanted to say though on the Cartoon Network Studios tip is no. basically like I hate a part of me just like is so frustrated when I see legacy institutions that were technically always exploitative mm, and fucked yeah. up, but on the outside everyone's like, ah, no, yeah. oh my yeah. god, it's like when I, it's like when I worked for opening yeah. i worked for opening ceremony for a year it was right, like this right. high-end uh select shop like high-end fashion retail shop and then 
and it, this was years ago and and we knew back then that they were going to close but they didn't end up closing until years later mm-hmm. and when they closed people were like texting me like oh, man oh, I'm, I, yeah. it must hurt right oh and i'm like God. i was literally texting every i was literally like fuck them yeah. you know yeah. like yeah why the fuck would i give a fuck about about this, your job <laughs> yeah this down. institution that just wore me down to the bone paid mm-hmm. me fucking scraps yeah but from the outside, it's like, oh, there was a culture. Yeah. And there was a whatever. And it may be true, but it's like this it would be perfect to have Jason. <laughs> or maybe yeah. not. Oh, yeah. Well, on I this on this combo, because you know, he he knows the the inner workings, but like right. yeah. it makes you Yeah, there's a part of there's the brand. We grew up with Cartoon yeah. Network. We have all these memories and shit attached to it, but it's like what the people that were making that machine run what were they going through yeah. what did they feel like how how worth it was it to them yeah you know what is ted turner up to right now <laughs> what, are, every, what every kind of hit is he taking to his pockets <laughs> right every time i get a new job which if you're an employer listening that doesn't happen very often i keep my jobs right um <laughs> it, it's like it's like you always were like this is kind of nice and then i mean within reason and then you talk to somebody and they're like oh yeah yeah and it's yeah. like oh yeah. you're the one i need to really talk to. yeah yeah like they're like yeah i guess so we'll see yeah you know and it's like yeah you're the one who's actually been here for the longest yeah it's every job yeah every everywhere job. even oh, organizations yeah. oh in general yeah. just oh, yeah. human organization you were, gonna, you were gonna say something though, uh what was i gonna say what was the do you remember what context <laughs> i'm not trying to up? put thoughts in your head <laughs> I, was i you were gonna say something I, <laughs> like your mind you were going to say something. <laughs> yeah i was talking about like cartoon network and like people have an attachment nostalgia and there's a brand on the outside but then it's like what were the people oh, yeah how do the people feel finding the, the jaded people within a new job Yes. Right. Yeah. 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 And uh, they have the tea on what's really going on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. It's, I guess, in ter- in reference to like Cartoon Network and tsunami, tsunami specifically. I'm just like, I feel like there has to be some type of like strained uh relationship there, like a love hate situation. You know what I'm saying? Just because like with the people working in the company, you're saying. Uh, yeah, and I mean, in terms of Jason in particular, I'm like thinking about how it came about and like like him and Sean came into the uh into the company I guess Sean already worked there but like mm-hmm. and tried to like start this new block up and it's like they like going into a situation like that where you know they have the money to support what you want to do but they but they don't have the patience at first to give you a shot you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying mm-hmm. to just like that energy of like we'll throw money at you and then if it dies it dies but like we believe in you and we'll support you it's like they really had to earn their spot in that in that you know what i'm saying like yeah even even after toonami was already established years later i think they were on for 11 years before they got shut down the first time it was like at first we'll only give you hanna-barbera cartoons because we we don't have to pay for rights to this and then it becomes like well, now there's streaming, there's the internet, you don't serve the same purpose that you used to. And then they get canceled for that reason. And then it it's just like at what point does the at what point does it feel like you've earned your spot in this uh in this framework? You know what I'm saying? So I'm just like I just realized what I was wiping my mouth with. Not to interrupt. Gohan? Yeah. 
Well, yeah. it's like the, that's the whole that's what's baked into it is you never earn your spot. Yeah, it's never. It's earned. never final. Yeah, it's, it's never, never final. final right. And so there's for somebody who's so deep in it, it's got to feel like, yeah, this was home for twenty some years, and it still is to a degree, but also like, it's really just the brand recognition more than it is yeah. the actual in the contents. inner workings of it. You know what I'm saying? It's like. You got to navigate how people feel coming from the outside versus how you feel being on the inside. Yes. Yeah. And, and where I think it's interesting, what I what your comment earlier made me think of is like there's a working class Stockholm syndrome piece to yes. it too. It's I was like, just thinking about that. I yeah. put all this blood, sweat, and tears into this painful thing that never actually had to be painful and exploitative. Yeah. But since I put so much weight behind it and it actually was pain and suffering i have to claim it now right you know i have to claim it as my own yeah you know right it's like i carved out this space for myself i'm not just gonna let it go right you know right and it's like you really just get stuck in this logic just because you're i mean it feels like being a person who who like already paid off their student loans and now it's forgiven it's just like no bro yeah, yeah right. I'm holding the, this. Is, <laughs> yeah. This is me, right? Yeah, yeah I did exactly. this shit, bro. Yeah. yeah, I'm not just going back to. What do you mean? No, right. I don't yeah. want the money back, bro. Right? They gotta right. see my hustle. Right. They gotta see. Well, oh, it's like God. people who like yeah. have Those the same are real. Yeah, the, the people who have the same boss for like 20 years and they're never like they never evolve to like a partner or anything, and it's just like that's my boss. And yeah. It's like, you or, know, or like I'll evolve. I'll I'll get there eventually. They still hold on to that. Because, oh, like, I've if you've put 20 years of work into it, you're just like, surely it's got to mean something. It has to mean something. This is so relevant because I just watched One Hour Photo with Robin Williams yesterday. <laughs> oh, yeah. really? I've never seen that. He mentions uh, Ava in it. Yes. Yeah. And that's yeah. what I've known for years. Yeah. And had you seen it before? I've only seen, like, the beginning. I saw part of the movie, I think, on cable many years ago when mm-hmm. I was a kid, maybe, or something. But I never actually sat and watched it yeah. top to bottom. And, um, Is it good? God, yeah, it's good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's a good-ass yeah. good movie. And, like, Evangelion is, like, a core part of this narrative, too. Like, it's not like... Really? I guess I shouldn't say core. core. That's strong. But it's a reoccurring right, right. thing. It's not like just one moment. It's like, yeah. whoa, cool, an Easter egg. It is yeah. not... To, I don't want to spoil anything, but... Right. But it's like a device. In, in the, the Yes, yeah. in the right. story. That's Literally, funny. it is a device, yeah. a narrative device yeah. in the story. That's funny. That's fucking sick. Man. Oh, yeah. Shinji, don't worry about it. Literally, I only <laughs> want to... Oh, I just want to bring it up so you can do that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you can get in the robot if you want. <laughs> no, but it's also Robin Williams' character is like he's been at this... He's so passionate about processing film at this place called Save Mart, which is like... Yeah. Mm a fictional it's kind of like a fictional costco or something but like cleaner and more you know and um yeah he puts in you know blood sweat and tears and it ends up being sort of his obsession with this one family that he's processing film for that ends up being his downfall but in the film it's showing you the hierarchy of like the the work literally the the workplace there's a scene where his character is like he's you know when people say like, "Get out of my store," but they're literally just an employee. Like, yeah, they're yeah. an employee, but they're like, "Get yeah. out of my shop!" Yeah. Like they're like they're claiming it like it's right. theirs. He's in a meeting with like upper management, 
and he says something like, oh, my photos are my my customers. And the the manager's like, they're not your customers. They're Save Mart's customers. Yeah. Okay. And I'm like, wow, there are so many people that need <laughs> oh, to hear this man. right now or see yeah. this scene right now. I feel like now. that movie's from right. like 2000. Probably. 2001. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 2002, right. actually, I think yeah. it came out. Because like yeah. there was yeah. like that certain heightened like late 90s corporate awareness of like a right. like, oh, yeah. corporate corporatism like, but it was like kind like of a neutered office space i rewatched that recently. it's the guy from office space that plays the manager in this oh is it really yeah, guy same guy from, he's yeah. a great actor oh, yeah, yeah. yeah yeah they're not your customers yeah what steven root yeah something yeah. like that yeah Dumb. oh man yeah that yeah that, that movie i i need to watch speaking um, of that i will i was watching um christian bale's GQ, they do this. Thing. I watched that whole thing too, and he said about money, American and, capitalism and in the eighties. Like, it's really yeah. fucking fun because I get to play dress up for a living, but then money expectations come in, ruins it. Yeah, yeah but, but but I I thought of the the him saying this film is about capitalism, American in, Psycho in the eighties. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, and how <laughs> ridiculous it is, and like he was he was like unpacking that. Yeah, about how he'll he'll talk to. Wall Street guys before yes. that movie came out had read the book and liked Patrick Bateman. He's yes. like, and he oh, thought they were joking. Oh, yeah. yeah. They're like, no. what do you mean? Yeah. yeah. That's got, a great video. Everyone should watch Doug, I got friends, right. uh, like people I know that worked in oh, and around I Wall Street and saw that movie and loved Patrick Bateman and that's a big part of their identity <laughs> still. Yeah. I, don't, like, no. I realize I don't think I said what it was. It was a GQ video, right? It was a GQ his video best, of best Christian roles. Bale going over his most iconic roles, roles right, and it yeah. was to promote to cut, this. Cut you off. No, it was to promote this new David O. Russell movie, which yeah. I saw and which was really boring. Oh, okay, <laughs> but is this the one where he talked about Leo having first pick on all the roles? Yes, and everything? Okay. yes, okay. yeah. Oh, I yeah. didn't know. That. He talks about that. No, wait, yeah. no, no. That's a that written interview. Oh, that okay. wasn't in the. That wasn't in the. Oh, video. okay. That was a written He's interview. Like, okay. I just saw that. He gets first pick. Yeah. Yeah. That's funny. Hey, you know it's funny. That, that is the you, know, you know what's ironic is that dynamic also exists in like what I'm realizing is such a uh You talking like, about the Stockholm syndrome thing or the Well the his, his conversation on capitalism and film oh. and all this stuff, that's a dynamic that also exists in like martial arts movies, which is so it's such a uh what is what are the, like it, it's just full of contradictions in the sense that like those movies are so deeply nationalistic in a lot of ways. Oh yeah, Jackie yeah. Chan loves China. Jackie Chan loves China. He loves fucking, China. But like the whole landscape to a degree because it because of the outgrowth from that kind of becomes every nation trying to like sell the world on their fighting style you know what i'm saying they got like they got like an olympics vibe <laughs> yeah well yeah. you got like you got like kung fu movies you got karate movies you got there's ugandan martial arts films there's uh tony ja has the like the tight it's the, the street fighter effect yeah, yeah. exactly <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right exactly Wisconsin. right yeah, right. yeah. yeah. Some, some drunk white guy <laughs> right. yeah yeah you know, it was, Bro, every conversation has a, I don't like to like a Roy Wood Jr. joke. <laughs> He's a great one about like, uh, 
being in Street Fighter and like being at the fish market and having <laughs> right. these people fight in front of you. Right, but, right. Uh, I'm just trying to pick up some fish. Yeah, That's basically bro. Basically, what just, he's saying. Yeah, right. Um, but <laughs> so funny. Yeah, but like that's such. I'm sorry. That's such a basic premise. Like, what if? fantasy thing you were there but that's yeah, i know right. he said that but shit it's so funny, as hell, funny when he says it he's so good he's at, like, fucking hilarious he's the best comic of this one of the best comics of this generation i don't want right i didn't mean to say that and then downgrade it but like <laughs> he is funny one up, one up. he is Hold funny on. as hell. Oh, let me check myself yeah because i know somebody's gonna be like what about ali sadiq but right. like yeah right but um but yeah it's funny that 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 dynamic exists because like all the uh people that came from like hong kong come to the US to yeah. make movies and then it becomes like they won't give us the fucking money the time they don't have the patience for us to do the literally 100 takes required mm. to do this one simple movement you know right, what i'm saying bro. they won't they won't put that energy and that time into it because they just want to crank the shit out and that's how you end up with like rush hour 3 you know what i'm saying have you mm -hmm. have you ever seen that that clip it went around twitter of Jackie Chan on the set i, I think rush hour 2 Who's the guy who directed those movies? Brad something? Uh, Brett, Brett, Rad Brett Radner. Brett Radner. Yeah, he's yeah. like, is Brett still on the phone? Is he still talking on the phone? Oh, right. yeah. And like, he goes in. You come in here. I'll and he just starts yeah. directing because he's yeah. a fucking director. Yeah. He's yes. a lot more than a director. Yeah. He's a fucking producer. He's, yeah. he's a freaking mogul. But yeah, I just thought that's so funny because it's like there's a work ethic and then you get to the very unmeritocratic America and it's just not reflected yeah. at all. Exactly. And they it's like they're trying to make these movies that they they ultimately don't know anything about mm -hmm. and like really it, i mean i feel like it's the same dynamic as like uh as like i always say like atlanta as a show is a better adaptation of cowboy bebop than the netflix cowboy bebop oh interesting because it takes all the same themes and packages it into the, at least the first season does it takes the same themes and just mm -hmm. puts it into an entirely different thing right. which i think is how you adapt anime and that's how i feel about like the Matrix adapting like, uh, yeah. like Chinese, like, um, like was it Peking Peking Opera, uh, like choreography, well, synthesizing you know? lots of different things. Yeah, yeah, and it's like they don't take it and say like we're gonna make our own kung fu movie. We're gonna make it. We're gonna make a Shaw Brothers kung fu movie. They just no. Right. They just take all the shit and they take the elements and say we're gonna have them. We're gonna have an entirely different story, and we're gonna have them fight on wires. That's what we're yeah. gonna do, and it's just like that movie's so sick. It's so fucking good, but it's like I don't know when you have a, when you synthesize all these ideas into something that's genuinely like what you wanted to make, as opposed to like capitalizing on a trend, yeah, which is what that was. Um, it was like the Hong Kong film industry died to a degree. Shaw Brothers started making TV and people moved here. Mm -hmm. It's like, it's the difference between like that capitalist. I mean, obviously there's still the same contradictions in the production of the matrix, but like, it's that it's the difference between like capitalism showing its ass and letting having Jackie Chan make a bad movie as opposed to like at least maintaining that artistry and that well, cultural sense. It's like in general, we live in this bizarro world where we recreate the shallow elements of great things, but not yes. the things that make them great. Yes, And exactly. it's like, you could so easily yeah. exploit this huge body, this huge catalog of <laughs> yes. shit that's good and no one would know the difference. Yes. Yeah. But instead you're doing the yes. opposite right. and ruining and disappointing everyone. Right. So it's like, 
you're not even getting the easy bag where it's like yes. you know like tarantino would see a movie in china take the literal same plot copy paste yes. yeah put in white guys and then it's oh it's a crime movie the lion right. king exactly right. the lion right. king by the white lion by the white lion there's, there's mo- plenty yeah. of so many examples throughout uh cinema i mean most it's, of yeah. early cinema is it's, them just doing plays on a camera i i, I, like, yeah, I was literally just talking to another filmmaker about this the other night literally we talked about it for like half an hour it's like the form versus content yeah. conversation and this is happening not just in cinema this is happening in music this is happening all across the board especially now you have so many people that are so infatuated with the aesthetics and the look and the vibe of it and they're starting entire projects just off of that Mm, that (laughs) the structural integrity yeah yeah, there's nothing the world there's nothing there's no guts to it there's no oomph to it there's no whatever and even me and screenwriting and that was one of the biggest lessons that I internalized in the process was realizing, oh no, mm-hmm. there are some baseline <laughs> human narrative things that form the bedrock right. of everything else. Right. That's yeah. great. That's actually brilliant yeah. and is get it, giving you the quote unquote whole package. Right. But yeah. we're just totally in this aesthetics vibe era right <laughs> yeah. now, which is, I mean, it's one part of why so much trash is being made and even why it's not. And I said to the person I was talking to, it's not even just at the corporate level. It's even independent creators, indie yeah. creators that yes. are working off of this logic. And you're, you, ha- you have to be like, do you realize like yeah. it's not just that that made this great? That is yeah. I'm a design person, too. So I care a lot about aesthetics. I care a lot about the the packaging of things but it's like if you don't have it's like why are people coming i'm, I'm, What's waiting, gonna for the, I'm waiting for the dark tinted podcast it's <laughs> <laughs> got nothing to do with what we're talking yeah, about yeah, right. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah no you know? i guess there's a point in that too not to flex but it's like yeah like mm-hmm. you the yeah. best shit you're you're bringing you're bringing the dope aesthetics but it's it's on yeah. top of something that's going to move you're, people yeah, you're, you're, right. you're focusing on the icing and also having right. something to say yeah. do you yes. have something to say yeah. what do you have to say yes and why would it resonate with millions of people like you want it to in your mind why would it resonate with millions yeah. of people and it's like right. how how confident are you in yourself that you think you can make a whole career a whole name for yourself off of like a copy of a copy of a copy right you know right what I'm saying like how dope do you think you are how much of an ego do you have that you think you can make a name for yourself specifically just regurgitating shit that's been just chewed up and spit out 10, 20 times? You know? Here, here's my thing. You can actually do, do exactly do what that. you're saying. Yeah. Just regurgitate the good parts of it. And do well, it yeah. differently. Oh, do yeah. a different spin <laughs> on it. Do it. Yeah. Like, right. a, yes. a copy. You can copy fucking everything. That's literally Everything's what we all a, said. Yeah. yeah. Great artist fucking steals. Yeah. Like, right. You do steal. You gotta yeah. just have the taste yes, of what exactly. to steal. Yeah, it's curation. You, you, you Hakusho is like, just, they're just doing tournament arcs. It's Dragon Ball Z, dude, you know? That's the, right. that's the funniest thing right. about anime is like tournament arcs. Yeah. Almost every goddamn battle uh, shonen <laughs> or whatever they fucking call it has right. one of those. Yeah. And they're all extremely unique. Right. But they all have that. They know that's a good thing to copy. Yeah. Right. They're, they not, all, they're right. not trying to reinvent, you know. Right. They all got beach episodes. They all got. Right. <laughs> Driver's license episodes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yes. Yep. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All got the main character sitting by a window. Yeah. So right. they don't have to draw the rest of the class. Like, you fucking cowards. Make a goddamn new sci-fi movie for the love of yeah. God. That's not some, like, bullshit. No one you've ever heard of is in it. It's a right. Netflix fart 7 out of 10 movie. Oh. That's like, have you ever seen fucking spider it's about a big spider it's like no make you mean something... eight-legged freaks yeah are you talking about eight-legged freaks you fucking charlatan <laughs> or like or like what's that movie where it's like giant and it's like about a big guy it's like a big giant B- BFG? no BFG. i forget what it's called it's like called yeah, we're Colossal not gonna say raul dahl in here <laughs> yeah the, the i know raul dahl yeah, yeah no, i know i know i know yeah. Yeah. you didn't yeah. yeah. whoa. Hey, whoa. hold on there whoa whoa oh, jason yeah. the giant peach hey. is the hold one on we keep let's all right come on <laughs> that peach didn't do a damn thing to anybody right? Yeah, yeah, right. it's a peach <laughs> they never did catch that New York rhino City in a peach. <laughs> giants <laughs> Can't forget about that rhino. <laughs> they never did catch that rhino. Oh, that movie's terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> terrified. Yo, I heard that. Uh, I hadn't seen that movie for years. Uh, I guess Tyler the Creator has that. I was gonna say time. I was yeah. when I saw Tyler the Creator reference that line. I was like, "You gotta be kidding!" Like yeah. as an inside joke, yeah. he was like quoting that line from James and the Giant Peach. I was like, "Wow." Yeah, that's a deep wow. that's a deep cut because yeah. that's been since I, I was, was a kid like well i had i remember as a kid that movie being like really dope to me but i also like just fucking i think my parents drilled into me that like once you're too old for shit you stop and so i hadn't seen it in a really long time and so hearing that hearing that line was just so like it felt so is this a sample Sorry. No, no, he no, just no, does. no. Tyler he just Creator, the... he said it in like a video on social media or something. Well, it's in a song too. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's so funny. That's what I figured. Yeah. I, think it's, I think it's maybe one of the songs with Earl, so it's... That's so... Yeah. Is it the Rhino line? Yeah. It's... Oh, they never okay. did so... catch that Rhino. That's, that's funny. so funny. Yeah, we were just... I was just talking yeah. with Connor and Yadoy about how I met the director of that film, Henry Selick. And he's nice. Like, yeah, I, I didn't know yeah. if you were going to mention it, but... yeah. yeah. Yeah, pe- yeah, people were apparently wondering and curious. It's it's the director of The Nightmare Before Christmas and yeah. James and the Giant Peach that I posted pictures with on my Instagram before I logged out. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, he's like, he's in my top five. So that was like a big, big deal for top me. Five. There's more of... context to that uh, <laughs> yeah. interaction, but we're not yeah. going to unpack all of that here. Yeah, yeah. Right. You'll, um, you'll see. But yeah, amazing fucking movies. Um, yeah. How did we get to talking about James and the Giant Peach. Well, we were just oh, talking I, about you mentioned a giant. Form, I said BFG. Giant. Yeah. Oh, BFG. Well, in that movie, as a kid, like remember when you'd watch a movie as a kid and it felt new every time yeah. you watched it? Yeah. I missed that shit. Yes, yeah. but that's also, really can what I just say, psychedelics are. I'm not gonna lie. Oh, yeah. see, this is super relevant because I feel like there is something exclusive to stop motion animation that mm. gives that a, gives that effect that yeah. you literally cannot find in any other medium, perhaps except cell animation. Yeah. You yeah. know, so the, the, and I think a part of it is that it's tactile, but beyond that, it's the feeling that you sent, you, you can see Detail. the flaws that humans he, yeah. shifted and moved yeah. in this meticulous way. And it feels real and not real at the same time it's yeah. literally in this in between well you can you know feel, state. you can feel the labor that people put into it it's like that was um i think miyazaki kind of makes this point about um about like giant robot uh like mech anime mech, yeah. which is um mm. 
which is that like they show these kids fighting and they they show like the like Gundam specifically <clears throat> since that's the one everybody knows but like they show all this combat and they show everything but they never show anybody like like building the Gundams or maintaining them and like <laughs> you like yeah. th- that's obviously not true over the course of like 40 years of Gundam to a, but like yeah. but yeah. like early on it's like in the in like Gundam 78 it's like you have the fucking you have the Gundam, you have Amaro like jumping in. It's already made. He has the he has the yeah. blueprints yeah. and he has the plans for it and the instructions, but you never see like anybody really putting work into it. And that's kind it is kind of ironic. Into building the Gundam. Into building the Gundam, and there's no like credence paid to the mm. labor that it that goes <clears throat> into a project like that. Which is why Miyazaki makes such a concerted effort to like I mean, the Wind Rises was about the construction of airplanes but like in every movie before that you any plane any or at least any major plane there's always like like porco rosso marco is constantly like cranking up his right plane like this and like doing so he's like deconstructing machinery kind of yeah and yeah. it's I like i'm also thinking of the wings of Onyamise, which is yeah. if y'all have seen i haven't that. seen it oh damn real it's a it's a classic real it's quick a classic on, uh, japanese animated film on yeah. gundam uh, Hideaki Anno, is that how you mm-hmm. say his name? Mm-hmm. He, I didn't, I was like, we were on Woken Book and I was like just looking at his filmography because I saw Shin Godzilla recently. Oh, which yeah. Which is amazing. Yeah. Shin Godzilla. <laughs> it's amazing. And uh, it's a political, it's a very political oh, movie. It's like all God, just, we, can, yeah. you know, we can talk for a half hour yeah, about, about that. Yeah, um, yeah. You've seen it? Uh, I you... think so. I think oh, so. Man. I that was... would be a jaded screening for yeah. sure. I was um, living in Japan when it came out, so oh, I was wow. like oh, in the you saw midst. The big posters. Oh, and yeah. Shit. Well, they had they put a giant. <laughs> they put a giant Godzilla on a building. Wow! Uh, wow! That would go. <laughs> I have video of it on somewhere on my Instagram. So Ill. if people go snooping around, I'm sure they could find it. Maybe, yeah. but but Hideaki Anno did mechanical design on. Charles Counterattack, the Gundam movie. Wow. That blew my mind. Wow. I was like, what? Wow. He's an OG mecha guy. Like, right. That's crazy. That's insane. Um, like designing like the, the he, work. It just, the he's credited as mechanical design. That's so crazy. I don't know if it's like only, I'm sure it wasn't only him, but like, right. you know, that's like, that's a big fucking deal. Like that's like, that almost doesn't eclipse what he's done, but like, that's like, it's he could have just been known for that. Like, yeah, that's right. crazy. Right, right. But uh, Miyazaki, I saw a TikTok. Um, his relationship with his son is very interesting. It's bad. It's not good. No, it's like he walked out of his son's movie. Yeah. Um, there was a, a video where he goes to his son's movie. I think the movie's about how he wasn't a great dad. <laughs> and he walks out and just starts chuffing a cigarette like an hour into the movie. And they're like, Miyazaki walked out of the movie. And it's like almost like a documentary. Yeah. And he's just like, you shouldn't make movies based on your emotions. Like he's so butthurt <laughs> about it. But it's like, you know, it's oh, like, wow. you know, he's it's complex. Do you know, do you you know? know which movie it was? Wow. Wow. He's not perfect. That's disappointing. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know what movie, but um, I think it's, I forget what his son's name is. But apparently Ponyo, is that a Miyazaki Apparently that's about. I don't think Miyazaki did Miyazaki? I thought it was a Ghibli. Yeah, he did. He movie. did. It's 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 Ghibli, but I don't. It is Miyazaki. Ghibli. That's Miyazaki. Yeah. He directed it. Yeah. Oh, okay. That is apparently him apologizing to his son. Oh yeah. Because he was oh, a wow. workaholic, I Makes guess. Yeah. And he just yeah. didn't. He's like, I gotta fucking design this 
pig with eight legs, yeah. three eyes. Yeah. Tonda. He uh I feel like Ponyo has a lot of themes that kinda get swept up and kind of ignored in the whole Miyazaki mm-hmm. universe. I feel like people talk about it like there's not much to it, but it mm-hmm. is about like being way too controlling of your children and just like the chaos that erupts from that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's like they're trying to it's also a Little Mermaid adaptation. But um oh, Yeah. But uh but yeah, it's like this girl's trying So hopefully to... the fish is white and stays true to the original. Yes, of course. Okay, She's good. a white child. She's a white child. She's a white uh, fish, right? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Like the stuff put you a white you fish. Stuff, like the stuff the cheap, you put on the cheap fucking chin. toast. Yeah, white <laughs> yeah, fish. Yeah. A blob. <laughs> Thank God. Thank God. All yeah. Right. Um but but yeah, it's I hadn't thought about of, of it in relation to his son, but like yeah, it's just like yeah, like not letting, like not letting your child just pursue the shit that they want to pursue mm-hmm. and fucking up their own life in the ways that it that that it's gonna get fucked up anyway. Right. You know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. right, and just having this like obsessive fear of controlling what happens when your child goes out into the world, right, and, and then you know, some finding Nemo it. shit. It is, yeah, Nemo, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, What's that guy's <laughs> name? Al, Al, something. I also saw I Poltergeist for the first time. I'd never seen it. Oh yeah! Wow, that movie's I haven't seen it. Fucking still. awesome! Yeah. It's also way scarier and gorier and more horrifying than a PG. You know, because PG movies back in the early eighties, oh, yeah. it's like you get a fucking penetrative sex and call it yeah. PG. But right. Um, right. Mm-hmm. the dad is Mister Incredible, Craig T. Nelson, and I always wondered. Wow. I was like, this guy's in like a bunch of shit, and you can tell he's like a he's got like an iconic voice and iconic actor. I'm like, why did they choose him for The Incredibles? He's so perfect for it. But it's like, oh. Poltergeist is his biggest. He's the yeah. dad in Poltergeist. I'm like, yeah. oh, okay. And he looks like the most like just like stereotypical like working class dad you've like ever seen. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, that was a cool movie. I haven't seen that in a very long time. Revisit it. It's like yeah. it's like, you know, it's a Spielberg produced it. Yeah. Of um, course. And then yeah. who directed it? Toby Hooper, who did like Chainsaw Massacre 2 or something mm-hmm. like that. It's uh it's like it's one of those like like Cape Fear or like a lot of Spielberg movies where it's just like that perfect Hollywood technical just storytelling yeah. perfect movie. Like, right. It's really amazing. I also saw speaking of horror movies, and this is a very jaded thing to bring up. Have y'all ever seen The Happening? No. The M. Night Shyamalan movie, The Happening? With Mark Wahlberg? With Mark Wahlberg? Yeah, yeah. I liked that actually. <laughs> Mark like Wahlberg that. has been a huge topic online recently, TikTok yeah. specifically, because oh, yeah. it's all these kids realizing that he was a piece of shit when he was younger. Oh yeah, I just saw a TikTok recently where a guy's like, "It's like name your top three white people," and a guy goes, "Mark Wahlberg," and a yeah. guy stitches it, and he's like, "I got bad news for you." Yeah, <laughs> there's a ton- there was a handful of viral yeah. TikToks like that where they're like, "Should I tell him?" Yeah, you know, he's never gonna escape that shit. He didn't, you know. he didn't, Mark Wahlberg, it's like Mark's didn't account for, Mark Wahlberg didn't account have, for Gen Z. Yeah. Have you seen, I want to go back to horror films and the fact that it's October, but have you seen the Mark Wahlberg clip from, is it The Fighter or something? Where he's like, not you, not you, not you, and not you. No. Have you, <laughs> fuck <laughs> you, fuck you, fuck you, you're cool, fuck you. But in the happening, it's like a really tense moment, and then the old lady's like, you're gonna kill me, aren't you? And he's like, <laughs> what? No. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> I know. I remember the scene you're talking literally about. Literally, like it, that movie is honestly like what we're talking about: form versus content. 
that movie fucks up every single thing. Acting, <laughs> like, but the but the atmosphere is better than yes. any fucking horror movie yes. you've seen, man. Yes. yes. Like there's right. a scene That's where like they're like drag me to hell. Dude, yeah. you're horrified Sam by Raimi. wind. Yeah. You're horrified yeah. by a breeze. Right. The wind going through the trees is scary to you. Yeah. There's so many scenes where it's like in that that music, the guy who did signs and sixth right. sense did the same music. Oh my god, the atmosphere is incredible. It's almost intentional, like that the other shit's bad. It makes it weirder, like a yeah. Twilight Zone episode where the actors are kind of campy. Yeah, like right. like Zoe Deschanel and Mark Wahlberg can act. They've yeah. been actors. It's almost like they were directed to be more stilted and bad than they needed to be. Yeah, dude, I watched I that whole thing. That. I was entertained by the whole movie, yeah. and it like ends on a twist. I almost wanted it to like continue. I wanted a sequel. Yeah. That movie's not bad if you Fuck. if you take it for what it is. It's... I kind of just got to the point in my life where the I feel fire. like I was right. It is the fighter. Yeah. Can I just play another this? David O. Russell movie? Let me yeah. let me just play this. Dickie's a junk bag. Hey. He's a junk bag. Why am I the problem? I'm his blood. Problem. I'm his you family. The I'm the one yeah. fighting. Okay. Not you. Not you, and not you, 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 and not you. Not you, 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 not you. I'm Gordon Bombay. And not you. Not you. Not you. Who? Me? Who? Who? And not you. Not you. Not you. If it's anybody, it's me. Not you. Not you. Oh shit. Not you. You talking to me? Not you. Then who the hell else are you talking? Talking to me? Not you. I want my family. What's wrong with that? <laughs> I'm Donnie Wahlberg. Not you. <laughs> that was some like late 2000s internet. Yeah, that right. was 2010. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. They like, had this, that's. Yes. They had the same. I thought miss I that had too. So when people much. put in effort, man. Yeah. It's so simple too. It's right, like, right. That's so funny. They had the same thought I had. They threw in that scene from Half Baked. The oh, uh, yeah. fuck you, fuck you. <laughs> right. You're cool. Holy um, shit, dude. Yeah, I got so funny. He's the worst actor in that scene. Yeah. It's like Amy Adams and Christian Bell. And he's like, guys, break it up, all right? All right. <laughs> Can't tell me what to do. Yeah. Look, I want to watch more horror movies, man. Barbarian got me in that mood. Dude, I, I, can... wa I watched The Omen, too. Yeah. We, I've seen The Omen. We recently... The original or the remake? The original. Okay. It's hard. We recently saw, what movie was it? Barbarian. Or... Yeah. Is that what we saw in theaters together? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, so the three of us and this amazing um, director and shooter named Alex Huggins, who we're going to have on at some point, he works with Alara. We went and saw Barbarian, and then afterwards we had like a conversation about like horror films and movies. And I was like listing off some of my favorite ones, and Alex was sort of just like, Movies don't scare me. It's just like <laughs> it's like not possible. It's like yeah. <laughs> I'm paraphrasing, but like we had like a dope conversation. I feel like about like you know films yeah. that are actually frightening and what makes them frightening and yeah. and I think it's different for I don't know what it's like for y'all, but for Alex and I because I at least for me I am a horror and thriller fan. Yeah. So I'm. It's sort of like you're very desensitized that after a certain point, it takes a lot for you to even, you know, what they say, 
not not uh, suspend disbelief like right. as soon as it right. starts. Yeah. Um. So given that, the films that sort of sit on my mind are more of the psychological yeah. thriller films that have an element of realism to them that feel grounded in things that are real. And that's why Alex Huggins was saying that his his favorite is uh, M, the Fritz Lang mm, film. Yeah. It's a yeah. German film about um, beyond a child predator. He's like capturing children in this town and nobody knows who the who the person is and alex was saying like to him that's an example of something that's just it's so frightening because it's it's real it's like Mm, everything that happens is could actually happen but i really love like i've been telling people for for years like ari aster is like brilliant to me and i and i realized (laughs) when i talk about ari aster films it's very like divided on how people feel it's more divided yeah. than i thought because yeah. when i saw hereditary i saw hereditary in theaters yeah i was like this is the greatest this is it's one of the greatest horror films of all time right but it's one of the greatest horror films to come out also in so many years if not yeah. over a decade right not it's, decades, it's one of the plural. it's definitely one of the best of this generation that's unarguable yeah, yeah and and he's synthesizing brilliant stuff from 20th century yeah you know horror and and thriller films the shining and like giallo italian films right and you can see polanski is a piece of shit but you can see the polanski in it Mm -hmm. and um but like in terms of i i just wanted to recommend some like Mm -hmm. and or maybe even name some and see if y'all have uh seen them but like i really love um I because part of me is like there's like classic like canon like there, it's kind of just like you you just gotta watch it it's not necessarily yeah. gonna f- frighten you right. but it's a good film and it's interesting <clears throat> right and then there's the films that are like for me that it, what's scary is it's un- it's unsettling in some yeah. way right yeah. and on the unsettling tip like the cla- a classic is Rosemary's Baby you know mm. for for me yeah um. But also like um, Jacob's Ladder. Yeah. Still haven't seen that one. Alex yeah, Huggins so, actually yeah. saw it in theaters uh, recently. Yeah. For the first um, time? I don't think he's seen it. He mm-hmm. watches lots of movies over and over and over again. So yeah. I have no idea if he had seen it already. I'm sure he yeah. had. But um, but like on the other side of like where I feel like it's classic and you got to see it is like I would name like Audition. Have you seen yeah. Audition? Dude, I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it in so long. I just watched Ichi the Killer. Dude, I watched yeah. like 15 mm-hmm. movies the last like week or two. And that was <laughs> one of them was a Takashi uh-huh. Miike movie, yeah. Ichi the Killer. It's I wouldn't recommend anyone actually go watch it. You should watch it with your own caution. It's, yeah. There's a lot of just violence against women. Women are getting their face beat in, in that movie. Oh, it's God. not great. Right. Um, it's based on a manga. But it, yeah. it is a really... Um, in spite of that, it's actually a very tasteful movie in terms of yeah. how far it's willing to go with certain elements and gore and things like that without crossing the line. But Audition right. is, yeah, absolutely. Have you seen Kaido? Pulse? No. I, oh, my God. I just watched that recently, too. Dude, so good. Ari Aster lifted so much from that yeah, movie. Yeah. Like so the, good. The Midsummer uh, Falling Off the Cliff thing is right out yes, of Pulse. Yeah. And it's um, a beautiful film, too. Yeah. The, oh the colors, God. the lighting, like... 
I've seen so few of these. I'm, <laughs> I'm like, well, like my whole thing is I keep getting surprised by how little horror scares me. Because yeah. as a kid growing up, I was so spooked by a lot of shit. Right. Like I was just like growing up in any any degree of Ooh. religious household, like I was so scared of shit. Postal dude. Like, okay. Yeah. Well, like, I don't, I don't know. I just keep going into movies like, I don't know, like uh, Midsummer was like, there was some disturbing shit. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't like terrifying. I still haven't seen Hereditary, but um, this, this is what needed to be said. This reminded me of what needed to be said. Yeah. Okay. Let's broaden it out from film. Yeah. Media that is scary, disturbing in general. I've got some. Here comes Silent Did- Hill. Oh, well, I, yeah. I'm thinking of you. Yeah. I'm thinking of you because you you talk about video games as a medium and a form mm. and, and how yeah. how much when it comes to fear and the yeah. psychological element, it cannot get better than that. Right. And specifically the Silent Hill games, in my humble opinion, specifically yeah. one, two, three, four, and then PT. PT. Right. And PT was Masterpiece. Uh, in a taste of what yeah. it could have been, and it completely changed the entire horror game genre. Yeah, yeah. It completely it made developers stories. It made them reevaluate everything, almost. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, I mean, I after we talked about it, I I remember I watched that uh, the walkthrough, just a just a playthrough of the game. Um, Which one? Oh, PT. PT. Yeah. Oh yeah, we did talk about yeah, that. Yeah, we talked about yeah, it yeah. months ago, and um. Cause like I had, I had kind of I I've watched friends play Silent uh Silent Hill over the years and Resident Evil all these things they're just those games some of those games I just never had mm-hmm. myself um and watching that playthrough I was sitting there like I can't play this mm. I know I know for a fact I'm not making it through a game like this because like that immersive element. Oh man. Where it feels like it sound feels design, like the sound right. design forced it, to go through it. Yeah. Yeah. Where it, you you have yeah, to do it. Right. Like in a movie. Peak, that's peak fear. Yeah. That's like peak, if you want the thrill and you want yeah. to be fucked with, <laughs> a movie can never reach that. <laughs> right. It just can't. It yeah. can't do it. It's well, not possible. Like in Barbarian, it's like every fucking that that mo- that movie reminded me of like a a Futurama sketch uh sketch where they're parroting um Twilight Zone. They oh, have a parody. It's called tr- Welcome to the Scary Door. Yeah, the Scary Door. Uh, <laughs> and like every new door <laughs> they walk through. The barrier I have with horror movies is like, I just wouldn't do that. Right. Just right. Just uh, die. Just let him die. Right. He's downstairs. Right. I told him not to go downstairs. You're dead. That's your mm-hmm. fault. Right. <laughs> but like in right. a in a game, it's like, okay, I really have to contend with whether I would do this. Yeah. And then I have to live with the results of making the wrong choice. Right. Like, and if I like, and there's the capacity for them to know that. So Mm -hmm. like, if you don't go through the door, there's something that's going to get you upstairs where you're at, you know? Do you remember the Slender Man game when that first came out? I know Slender Man. I remember that. That shit spooked me so much. The thing that's special about Silent Hill is it's all of those like primal elements, but the yeah. actual story and the themes and the dynamics between the characters, the bizarre, it's a bizarre, it's strange. You, f- you feel like you're, you're in this in-between place when you're 
playing or watching these games. It doesn't, yeah. you're kind of, you don't feel grounded. Mm. You don't feel grounded anywhere, which is another, it's literally like a meta level of like disturbance going on as you're playing the game. Right. Cause you're like, I don't even, is this real life? Is he hallucinating? Is he, is he dreaming? You know, like where, where is, what is this leading to? Yeah. And then it's like, you're stumbling into these creatures that you you don't you couldn't anticipate you couldn't even imagine or dream up they're just these bizarre things so it feels like you're walking through a nightmare yeah you know yeah and then you have a, a akira yamaoka with the fucking music on top of it mm-hmm. which is genius is fucking brilliant it's yeah. just like so many and this is why I am so angry that my mom gave away my vintage Silent Hill t-shirts. God <laughs> damn it. I'm sorry, mom. She gets very emotional when I bring this up. And it's yeah. one of those things uh, where it's like she knows she's wrong. Yeah, but there's yeah. no there's no concrete proof that it happened, right? right so everyone's right. like, "Oh, well, you well, you can't take the leap and say that she gave away your shirts, but it's like you were rearranging. I was out of the crib and the home was being rearranged and I came back and some of my clothes were gone. They were being given away right. and the t-shirts, t-shirts aren't there and I can't find them. So where did they go? <laughs> I didn't lose when them. I lost my yeah. Game Boy Advance when we moved home. So. And they oh, yeah. ga- did they gaslight you about no, that? No, I just was like, what the fuck? Like I scoured all over the place. I couldn't find it. Yeah. But that was on you. No one was saying. No, no, no. That was all on so, Yeah. Have you heard the Tracy Morgan joke about his aunt that Stole his Game Boy and helped him look for it. No, that's <laughs> fucked up. What the fuck? That's one of my favorite jokes of all time. Helping like, someone look for yeah, what you she stole. stole. She lo- <laughs> committing, really committing. Yeah, oh she, man, to humans the are so funny. Tracy Morgan is so funny to me because he has this like he he like he's like dumb smart in the way him he talking talks. about a Game Boy already sounds hilarious. Right. Yeah. It's so funny where he's like, he's like, why'd you, why did you steal my Game Boy and help me look for it? Yeah. She's like, I had to, boy. <laughs> like, I had to eliminate myself as a suspect. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, oh and then God. when you get to the VR conversation <laughs> with horror, oh, you're yeah. done. No. Have you seen- See, that's where I go, no <laughs> it's too real I'm yeah good. That's there's like, no point that's, that's literally like, like just you're cutting uh, yourself that's at like that vr call of <laughs> like you're just stab you're stabbing yourself at yeah. that point uh, you know so what i mean freaky, yeah. bro. That's, that's like there's vr no, why would you do that yeah. i reacted to uh, my in college my friend brought over a vr headset it was again it was just a little animation sequence where like a dinosaur like a bronchiosaurus like turns and then its head comes right next to you mm-hmm. and i was like shaking at that like french mm-hmm. people when that fucking train movie came out oh, they were yeah. like ah! Have you like, seen the video of the dude like in the in the VR like like setup like that, and he's playing a horror game, and then he just like turns the other way, just dead bolts. Like, <laughs> oh my on god! A fucking, yeah. On like a track bed, so he's just stuck there. Bro, oh y'all have god. not really terrifying. played VR, VR, VR. It is unreal. You almost feel sick afterwards. Like, oh, I you, you feel like you really. It really feels like you're gone. I talked to somebody about that who works in VR and like one of the big challenges they have is kind of replicating the feeling of motion and things like that. Because if you see motion, it's either if you see motion and don't feel it or if you feel it and don't see it, that's where that nausea comes from. Like car sickness when you're staring at your phone while the car is moving. It's the same shit. I I have a a MetaQuest 2 and um, it's so weird because... 
you know, I live in a, an apartment in Brooklyn. I don't have a fucking like giant family room to play around. So yeah. you make a boundary like you do with all VR shit, but like you don't want to hit shit because I have a long wingspan. So I'm like, I don't give a fuck about this boundary. I can still hit shit. Right. You're both aware. You both feel the dimensions of the space in the VR space and the dimensions of your home at the same time. Yeah. It's like this weird, like, multi-awareness you have. Yeah, right. That sounds stressful in and of itself. It is. As a big person, yeah. especially. Oh, yeah. Just I mean, like, I just right. don't want to break whatever these bones are in my hand by hitting it against the wall or <laughs> yeah. something. Right. Right. But, um, yeah, and there's an exercise game where they rank you on the power of your swing. So it's like Why? you have to swing harder. Well, it's, you know, using your muscles more. But, right, right. um, no, VR is, we haven't even seen the, tip of the iceberg in terms of yeah. we want to heighten the odds that you could break the actual equipment so you have to come running back to us for more that's right that's, that's part of our business model mm -hmm. i this is tangential but this conversation is making me think of <laughs> things in non-horror video games that scared me as a child <laughs> like i i would watch my cousins play, i got a great one i would watch my cousins play uh, the james bond game for nintendo 64 oh, yeah. and they're like polygonal, like just faces scared the f absolute oh, shit yeah. out of me as, a, as yeah. a child. Like literally just getting to selecting a character. I'm like, yeah. with the music. Oh, yeah. And it's just like, it's like a triple six, three six mafia beat. Yeah. And then you just drop. Yeah. And then you just dropped into this world and there's these just faces like this yeah it just looked so bizarre to me and yeah. was unsettling there's there's a game so i have two funny details about this one uh so i had the harry potter chamber of secrets ps2 game i had the first one the first yeah. harry po i i love that that's a meme now separate conversation the, the first one you, well oh, Hagrid the Hagrid and, one. Yeah, yeah. i love that because oh, yeah, that was like yeah, an inside well, that's like a ps1 with game yeah. i think yeah the ps2 yeah. game was chamber of secrets and um, one funny part was like I played the first hour and a half of that game like 40 times because the word overwrite your save data scared me I didn't want it to break the game I was like no, I don't want to overwrite anything what does that mean you're talking about legit you're talking about logistical <laughs> shit that scared him but but no there's I saw a, the yeah. console and I just started shaking it wasn't out of excitement I was afraid it was going to eat me that when the console turned on yeah. no, there's a lot of people that were frightened yeah there's a little bit there's a a part in Chamber of Secrets where you're at like fucking one of the shops in Diagon Alley. Actually, mm -hmm. you are in Diagon, Diagon Alley. And you're in whatever did the you, creepy version you know of that is. Did you know it's diagonally? No, I'm kidding. Actually, I didn't even think it's of that. A play, really? yeah, it's a play. Yeah, it's a play. I'm so dumb. I'm Actually, not, yeah. I, I'm dead serious. Oh, damn. <laughs> That's so stupid. J.K. Rowling's naming is so stupid. But um, you're in like From the people from the creators who brought alley. you Cho Chang. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. And, and we transphobia. And transphobia. Yeah. It's yeah. diagonally. Yeah, yeah, and Jordan, whatever his <laughs> Jordan, Nike Dunks, whatever the kid's name is. What? Yeah. Um, there's a kid named, like, Jordan. And that, that's, like, the oh, whole right, right. His name is Jordan. Oh, the, yeah, like, Quidditch yeah. announcer? Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Yo, he's Jordan. even a sports yeah, yeah, yeah. announcer. Yeah. Yes, right. Like, he had a right. career in Quidditch, and he's <laughs> right, retired. Right. <laughs> um, but uh, there's the whatever the Nocturne Alley, whatever the fuck that's called. Oh, yeah. You're, like, trying to escape. A potion shop. Do you know? Do you get the play on words do on that you know one that too? Nocturnally. Nocturnally. Did you get that <laughs> or not? No, I didn't. <laughs> 
I'm, she so got you, me twice today. So you walked. So you walked down an alley. Uh, right. <laughs> right. 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 <laughs> That's like the top level. That she, got him. Fuck you. Got him. Fuck you, J.K. Rowling. Yeah, how about this? You named after a fucking basketball Rowling Um, How about this? This this one's called Vaginally. It's Vaginally. I'm just kidding. I don't like you, J.K. Right. Um, But yeah, you're escaping a potion shop, and it's like, the guy in the shop's like, where are you? And he's like going around with the wanna come in. And it's like yeah. a stealth sequence. Wow. Oh, this is why you hate oh, English yeah. people. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Your whole life is just oh, running dude. away from you, that Englishman. You yeah. killed my cat. Yeah. 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 You Got, killed my cat. Got to have your wits about you. Yeah. I'll kill you. I'll kill you. <laughs> you killed my cat. <laughs> Shouldn't have told you that. <laughs> I should not have told you that. <laughs> yeah, I rewatched uh, Harry Potter 8, I guess, the 8th movie. I'd never seen it. So I watched yeah. that, and then I watched 1 through 5. This was a couple weeks back, 1 through 5, like when I was yeah. in the process of uh, changing jobs, we'll say. Mm-hmm. 1 through 5, and then I started 6. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, those um, those brought back a lot of memories, the freaking... Yeah. Uh, those early Harry Potter. Should yeah. not have told you that. Shouldn't have told you that. I also got to that part Fuck in Beak. A Will to Change where she shits on Harry Potter. Bell hooks. Very oh. accurately and fairly. Oh, where she's like, yeah, uh, well, she's basically right. I, it's so funny. Like, you can see how someone would read something and just and out be of like, frustration. Oh, piss be like, off. Yeah, like, yeah, fuck you. Know, to, it's a reach. Yeah. Trying to ruin like, it. Yeah. But it's like, no, if we're being serious, yeah, Harry Potter, she's like, it's the white genius patriarch who's the smartest and bestest and he's yeah. the leader and yeah. upholds patriarchy. Right. And um, it's so funny because it's like, she it's, made the point. It's like, nothing that doesn't uphold patriarchy succeeds. Yeah. basically generally, <laughs> generally generally speaking that's right. what she said yeah and i was like it was just funny reading like 40 pages and it's like harry potter is being mentioned it's like she's <laughs> referencing all this like academic shit and it's like well harry she did potter. she would do that a lot i mean she talked mm. even about madonna and like and beyonce right right beyonce as well like she's always kind of been writing about that pop so, culture stuff that book Naruto upholds dynamics of patriarchal dominance. Well, I'm just like you read that book and you're like, man, like not, not like not as an opinion, but it's like, man, I love patriarchy still. That's fucked up. (laughs) Like internally, you know what I'm saying? Like internally, you're so. Why'd you have to give the internet that (laughs) soundbite? Oh my god! Can you imagine someone just clipping that out? Get get rid of everything and just taking that and be like, this is your king. Connor, what uh, he's very um, misogynistic. Take the right. Look, let I'm me just, let me show you this clip, and it's you just like, I kind of like being a man and on top. Right. It, I'm trying to say the exact opposite, folks. Yeah, what I'm trying to say <laughs> is that I realize how much of like patriarchal logic, yes. yeah, right. Uh, even in your own like self worth or like thinking yourself attractive, even. Right. Is, yeah. is it's involved in that and right. yeah. yeah that that uh no it's great though yeah. i mean it's like really picking shit apart i, I was book, right man. about to speak as jk rowling they're just trying to pick me apart <laughs> they're all just attacking me trying to pick me apart because i know a woman is a woman <laughs> so dumb i also saw the franz Leibowitz. you're not safe franz yeah we know right. we know yeah. you're we know your transphobia. It's <laughs> documented. 
right? Yeah. Look up what she said about one of Andy Warhol's superstars. Google that. I hate that my brain said said transphobia as you were saying that. <laughs> I really hate that I did that. <laughs> I really hate that. <laughs> Look, See, this is a transphobic yeah. show. Oh, yeah, we're transphobic. Yeah. Listen, you fucking talk like this, you talk really fast, and then. Cultural, and that's credibility. That's and what, you write yeah. for Rolling Stones, and <laughs> you're a fan's <laughs> It's so funny, like us saying this now, because when we were we were first talking about it, it was it was a nuanced, you know, because we were yeah. we were talking about the gatekeep oh, yeah. cultural. Oh, yeah whatever component and that's like a part of her reputation i guess but it's that's, like you yeah. motherfucking gen z amnesiacs like okay if yeah. you're gonna do it do it for everybody like whoa work Wahlberg. okay well i'm seeing franz Leibowitz getting thousands of likes for like she fucking really? rules yeah really? on twitter so i'm just like oh, we're, well we're, you gotta know that too pal mm -hmm. okay. right mm -hmm. i had somebody hit me up after the last recording who didn't know about the dave bowie shit Oh, David Bowie. a lot of people Damn. don't know about that shit. Wow, a lot of people. Yeah, no, that's I. I when I was saying like, sorry, I didn't really think that. I thought people already knew that. No. Like, yeah, but you're yeah. insulated. People yeah. do not know that shit. Yeah, yeah, that was one of those ones. That was like everybody must have heard, right? It always comes because it always comes up right after they die. Is the thing that they did that people aren't talking about. Yeah, you know. This makes me think of the the conversation in the black context where it's like weighing black abusers against the white ones yeah. and like the, the treatment and yeah. being like, look, we so. have to protect R. Kelly because David Bowie gets gets away with it. Dog. You know, it's like dog. <laughs> dog. The fucking you mentioned like the you Harvey Weinstein you empathize, dynamic. You empathize with it because you're like, yeah, oh. that's go. Yes, of course that's going on, but right. like, yeah, because there's that dynamic of <laughs> no, we're, like racial. We're, yeah, let's. Yeah. We're the ones with integrity oh. here. We're the ones. That, yeah. we're, we're being. Let's be better people. Like let's. Right. Think, <laughs> we have the better. Right. You know, there's better cultural shit going on here. Yeah. We have values. That's that's. I mean, dog, you know, every now and then I'll go back and look at the comments on my fucking on my uh Comedy Central special because I have that bit about R. Kelly and it's just a fucking hellscape. Mm. Every <laughs> like, well, there's the spe there's a special uh, on the as a whole mm -hmm. where the comments are mostly positive and then there's the clip they cut of just the R. Kelly bit. Oh no and shit. Dog the people bro. They posted it on on Facebook and those comments are like oh man. just like Facebook is like I I can't even be on there, bro. I got back I on just, my I got, Facebook. I did the gargantuan I, task of deleting my Facebook. I, think I might have I to. I might have to just say fuck my Spotify account. Yeah. Just, just archive, just archive everything if you want to do that and then... On I Spotify? Just, no, I you can archive it. your Facebook. I only listen yeah. to things on like, Resonate, to be honest. <laughs> 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 Digital Zion is a campaign yeah. to... <laughs> and I did, let's just I, do it right now. Here. now. Right. Platforms like YouTube, Patreon, Spotify, they're all ass. They don't respect your privacy, they're riddled with ads, and they're completely silent and unreachable when you need help. Have you ever talked to somebody at YouTube? Think about that. I sure haven't. 
To top it all off, we don't control them at all, despite being the reason they exist. So that's why we're partnering with a design and development agency called Sanctuary Computer to build our own cooperative alternatives that bring the best features of all those platforms together and that we can control together too. We seriously got to have an exodus to some sort of digital Zion that we built ourselves. Somewhere where all of us can actually have a say over the technology that we're using to communicate with each other. For more on how you can support us all in getting off these shitty platforms, visit opencollective.com slash digital Zion and tap in. Just because these dystopian systems are eating themselves alive doesn't mean they got to take us with them. And we're back. And we're anyway, back. Okay. <laughs> anyway, it's yeah. got that out of the way. Yeah, right. I did delete my Facebook, but I started a new one because I realized like, oh, all my family's on Facebook. Mm-hmm. I don't like have There's all mad numbers shit. and shit. There's, I, yeah. I have a group chat with my with my families now, so I do too. But no, I, fuck I, yeah. yeah, fuck the messaging. Fuck. Yeah, I just have a. Bunch. I said families plural. <laughs> my families. With my fans. I was thinking yeah. both sides of the family. Yeah, we got we yeah. were we have the I I could not keep up on face. I just cannot. Yeah, no, that is like that like is like a LinkedIn. Was it's literally gone. like a LinkedIn. For your fan, for your yeah, relatives, just, yeah. I I stayed on that shit during the Bernie campaign to piss off people, and then I was gone. Yeah, mm-hmm. after that, I was that's gone. funny as fuck. If LinkedIn was all just like the little job description was just your cousin. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah, tying the family relations in. Yeah, right. But uh, like Meta just bought LinkedIn, and so um, <laughs> we're gonna do that, dude. Uh, I saw the funniest tweet today. Meta posted like. Legs are coming soon to the metaverse, and someone tagged Greg. <laughs> <laughs> legs, are legs, like the avatars aren't just going to be fucking like oh. flying saucers anymore. They'll actually have legs. I was wondering what the fuck that was about. I saw somebody tweeted like a pic of uh, Ursula and Ariel from Little Mermaid. <laughs> the oh, caption: "Legs are coming soon." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what a freak. Yeah, we were talking about something though. I forget. R. Kelly. Um, oh yeah, we were getting into yeah. all that. Yeah, um, yeah, but it's just like well, the clip they cut out. It did well on face. Well, it did poorly on Facebook. But well, wait, what got, clip it, is this? The the clip of me talking about R. Kelly. Oh uh, right, from the special. Okay. Yeah, and it's like people are so. Hope she sees this, bro. Hope she sees this. Oh, and, that's how people were responding. Well, no, people are like. <laughs> I don't think so. Wait, the, the comments on Facebook are so toxic. <laughs> you say Facebook, where, and then I'm just like. Yeah, where are we right yeah. now? No, I just uh, I just looked at the, I looked at the comments one time and it was like they were so toxic to the point where people are like questioning my my allegiance to my blackness right, or whatever. Right, because, this is shit. Yeah, and like a bunch of comments like, "Oh, he must have wrote this for white people," or "He must have." It's did like a this black version that, of like that. party line, protect the party exactly, like, and it's the like outward. You know, we have to look a certain way, right? And we have to like comparison to white people and whiteness but it's with all this rhetoric of being decentering whiteness at the same time which is like yes and it's like we have to have we have to keep intra-communal dialogue inside the community when it's like don't you want to project an image that that when people like this do arise which they will that we handle them in a way that is worth looking up to right aspiring to right exactly it's like do you want to you want to have people like and it pisses me off because I ha- I've I've had the experience where white people look at me and are just like, 
well, isn't the black community like super homophobic or isn't they aren't they super this or that? And it's just like, right. Do we want to like the black white people? Isn't homophobia and patriarchy the norm? Yeah. And isn't like that being legislated by like a mostly can, white government. You're going to find like, a, also most people that are thinking race when they're saying this too, they don't even yeah. understand the cultural and racial yeah. distinction. Right. So there's thinking of race. It's like, I'm pretty sure if you go into any racial category, homophobia is the it's norm. It's there. Yeah. And so, it, and right. there's so many intersecting things yes, beyond that. It's beyond exactly. race. Right. Like, exactly. Class also. Right. And sex. <laughs> right. And Right. And it's like, do you, it's like we can have this insular, insular discussion and like try to project this idea of like, yeah, we protect our heroes and we like, we stick up for, we stick up for our great men and all this shit. But like at a, at a certain point, we got to like, we got to have this discussion in good faith and say like, we're hand, not just like, we're protecting these people from attacks from white people, but like, and we can even have that part of the discussion. We can right, even say, right. we can even say, yeah, there's some racist shit going on. Yeah, yeah. there is some racist shit going yeah. on. And we can even say we're insulating these people from that part of the discussion. But yes, we can also say once they're here with us, we're handling this shit. Mm, right. And we're not just saying, Faking, that, yeah, lying. we're not faking right. and lying and like being disingenuous about this right. to, to to the point where we're saying like, uh, the epitome of greatness as a black man is to have a harem of black women, or to have, or in this case, a harem of black girls. Mm, you know, right. like is that the right. is that the peak to y'all? Is that what it's about? Because. If it's about that, it can be about that, and we can just be honest about what the fuck we're, what it is, and what we're doing, and the human or, aspects of it, the aspects yeah. of it that transcend race. It's like, look, yeah. people of other race, racial categories, and ethnic categories do the same exact shit. Yeah, it happens all around the and world. We can be honest you could, about, you could yeah. draw a connection there. Right. Yeah. Like, and tackle this shit on it the does go scale. beyond race. Right. Actually. Then yes. you can start having structural and organizational and systemic conversations. Yes. Now we're talking about the root of the real fucking problem. Yeah. I did want to say on that, and I know you would agree with me. It's like none of this also is to say that, yeah, there are certain conversations that you want to be that should just be black people. Because Absolutely. there are <laughs> cultural disconnects and there there are just things it's like it's like doing being a black person and being in the public eye and then talking to other black people but your shit is popular with outside of just black community and now yeah. you got all these people from other cultures and backgrounds trying to interpret how you talk with another black person yeah. and they don't because they don't understand it they don't understand how we talk how we communicate they start criticizing they start judging they start doing all these different things that really stem from this cultural disconnect it's like right. no you you just it's like speaking another language or whatever but yeah but also this thing of this entitlement and like this thing of like pushing your way into what's clearly yeah. a black like we're conversation in, we're entitled or, to input on how y'all address this issue or how right. y'all converse with each other right just because we have a view into the conversation y'all are having 
now we get to have input on right how that conversation so, so which those, is wild it's insane the take, it's like, and it's the not take just white people by just the like, way let's just you gotta, be clear you gotta give a take on everything right yeah. and let's just be clear right it's not just white people it's like other quote unquote people of color POC that do this yeah. shit too it's like right. and right. no like yeah our experiences are not the fucking same like right. it's just Dog, that shit is the most frustrating shit to me when people just jump in and be like, yeah, we're just... And it'll be on some, like, overtly racist shit, too. Yeah, Where people, right. like, jump in and try to be like, yeah, we're the same, bro. We got the same experience. Yo, you're my nigga. Like, what? <laughs> huh? I haven't had that happen I've yet. I've had that happen oh, to me. Oh, God. Though. I had to have... <laughs> I had... I had a... F- I'm Albanian. <laughs> no, I'm a quarter Argentinian. Right. I, I had that conversation with a with a, a Peruvian dude I worked with in L.A. Oh no, L.A. is dog. L.A. is oh, the no. most racist place I've ever lived. <laughs> and like the, and this and, is from someone that grew up in Georgia, yes. in the South. And <laughs> and I'm and look, I'm not in like, Alabama, right? Yeah. People like, Between you've never Georgia- been to Boston, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, not you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and that's like I went I going did, through every race. Not you, not you, not you, not you, not you, not you. Not you. <laughs> not you. Yeah. But like I and like this is having gone to a private school in Birmingham, Alabama. Everybody I know from high school is now a white civil rights lawyer. It's the weirdest shit. Um, and L.A. is the is a discussion for maybe the end of this conversation. No, I was but just like, like that's interesting. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. but um, but like L.A. was just a different animal because people try to like relate to you and then use that to they immediately try to abuse the relationship like the conversation man the poc com- is one of the worst things that yes. happen to black and indigenous yeah bro it's because everybody <laughs> feels it gives people an umbrella to feel mm, like they yes. have the same experience blm me too me too i me too i my yeah. life it's literally saying my yeah. my life matters too yeah. but you're hinging it on that you're riding the coattails yeah. of a specific Bi-po- Bipoc LM bro right Bipoc LM like holy shit yeah but like this dude the conversation with this dude was like day oh, one at work day one at work he was calling he was trying to call me my nigga my like 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 before I don't and this was a big problem in this workplace is nobody knew my fucking name for real People kept trying to invent. Wow, being called that before your own name. Yeah, and like, I have a yeah. problem with like giving people, letting people have even just a nickname because I, I'm like, I know my name is difficult to you. I need to know that you got it before you start trying to abbreviate. You know what right. I'm saying? Like, right. you don't even know what the fuck you're shortening. And so I have that complex right. with people, and I try to assert like. I'm your doye to you, mm-hmm. and then maybe you can I can give you yay or doye or mm-hmm. whatever. But this dude day one was trying to call me my nigga, and I was like, "Yo, no, it's not. We don't we don't do that. We're not like this is not what you think it is." Mm-hmm. And then he, like, I had this conversation with him over and over and over, and it, and then finally he was just like, "Yo, what's wrong with my nigga?" And I'm like, Dog, first of all, you can't in the inquiry." <laughs> Maybe withhold a little bit. <laughs> What's wrong with you know? blank? Well, right. yeah. yeah, I'm just like, it's like the John Mulaney joke. Yeah, and I'm and I regret phrasing it this way. I'm just like, bro, I don't know you. I don't know you like that. I don't know right. your experience. I don't know where you're coming from when you're calling me this. Uh, and I just don't like it. 
I don't like you. You're like, there's at the very <laughs> least, like it doesn't, it doesn't even matter. It doesn't even matter the rationale I give you. The fact that I'm telling you don't call me that should be enough. Like, why do I have yeah, to explain my boundaries? The challenging the of it is the craziest, almost exactly. the craziest part. Exactly. Like, and what do you I, mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. what do you mean? Right. right. And I gave him this rationale and he kind of, he kind of sat on it for a second and he like kind of took it in and I felt like he was, he was getting where I was coming from. And then he goes, oh. He goes, my nigga. <laughs> 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 Jake. <laughs> yeah, right. Drink this, drink this. It'll it'll even you out. Uh, no, he go, he like thinks on it and he goes, okay. So I gotta earn it. No. What? What? Oh my god. That's what you got from that? After all. And this he's also shit. just further exposing himself, right? How he relates to that in black people when he yeah. say, when he says that. Exactly. Like you can earn so gross. Right. Earn the right to to use it, but also that contradicts the his yeah. his presenting as the idea that he could could say it the whole time. Well, it's the, the entitlement you know? that all yeah. it well, no, should be right, on the table. It, yeah. But, but I'm well, saying just... he, he was acting like he could say it from the jump, but then him yeah. saying that is him recognizing that he knew there was a there was a problem from yeah, the beginning. Right. But he was just gonna do it anyways. Right. And hope you that know? I didn't say shit or hope right. I make the assumption like uh treat him like a fat Joe where I'm like, oh he got people behind him. I don't know. I don't wanna <laughs> I don't wanna check him on this. It's like fat Joe, dude. it's like, bro. Oh no. And the reality yeah. is the reality is can of worms convo. Yeah. I yeah. <laughs> I mean, I I had this conversation with somebody the other day. It's like the reality is because oh, when you get into somebody like that, the reality is the word is <laughs> the that word is always backed up by violence. You know what I'm saying? It's like me asserting that you can't say it, if we get if we can't get past this point of like it's a respect thing. Ultimately, the next level is like, all right, I'm gonna beat your ass. Right. That's all it is. Right. What else do I have? What other defense do I have? Right. And if I don't beat your ass, maybe you beat my ass while calling me that word, and then I got the law behind me. It's the, like right. that's all. That's those are the only mechanisms there. You know what I'm saying? And it's it, it's a little bit like like what like I don't I don't even know the point I'm trying to make. It's just kind of like. Well, either uh, either res either respect it or it gets or we reveal what's really behind this. Right. You know what I'm saying? Well, and, just, and and vice and the other way around. It's like you uh as a non black I don't don't mean to point at you, but like as a non black person saying that word to me, ultimately either I check you on it, right, or you're in a position to be like, or I fuck you up. Right. And there's not really that much else to it. You know what I'm saying? It's like it doesn't matter term of endearment, whatever the, whatever you feel about it. It's right. like that's what's behind it. You know? And also just like speaking also to L.A. Or not just L.A., but California, I guess you were saying. Yeah, yeah. it's very different over there. Yeah. 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 Although I guess there is some of that in New York City also you guys have mentioned uh, yeah uh, i mean there's a dynamic you know well that's why it. i said can of worms with talking about right yeah. take a look at my life fat joe yeah Crack. um <laughs> and who joe. gonna tell me that i can't say nigga yeah because like in in new york city <laughs> <a> real <laughs> and other and other 
black people don't all feel the same way about this, yeah. which is even more of a reason if you're not black, like, and you have respect for black people, the minimum should be, how do you feel? And okay, like, you know, I respect that or whatever, but especially interrogating white supremacy more broadly, interrogating <laughs> chattel slavery more broadly in these systems more broadly. Cause when you do that, you're organically after a certain amount of time, probably going to be like, yeah, I don't want to say that anymore at yeah, all. Right. But that's a big ask for a, a lot of people, especially if you're not yeah. black and you're, or, you and grew you, up in the hood, you didn't have yeah. access and you mm -hmm. grew up around mostly black people right. and you're in black community and yeah. none, no one has a problem with that. And they see you as a part of community. And that's always been like when I was growing up, the rule was it was kind of like, you know, you know, when you encounter someone who's not black and they say, nigga, you know, you pe people know it's like, oh, like, yeah, no, nah, this is this is cool. Like, I don't have yeah. a problem with it. And it, it'll it'll be brown people. It'll be people from all types of backgrounds. Right. And that's that's what it was like. And but even then, you know, it depends on where you grew up, the environment you grew up in, your own respective values, the values your your parents as black people instilled in you that yeah. shapes how you you know deal with all of that but um mm -hmm. this is kind of going rewinding a little bit back to the poc conversation i might be stirring the pot mm -hmm. for real for real getting into this but i feel like it is such um an important discussion and zach and i were actually talking about this um because I'm trying to I'm trying to make the make the link make the concrete link and connection to what we were just um, talking about. I guess what made me think about it was was the was the comment someone made to you about oh isn't um, homophobia like a big thing in the in quote the unquote black, black community? Yeah, and it made me think about this conversation I was just having with Zach. The, the the broadened out, you know, zoomed out part of the conversation is something we talk about all the time. We've been talking about for years about how we we still get race and ethnicity and like culture and all these different things very confused. Yeah. Um, everyone does. <clears throat> everyone does. Even black people, African people like right. I've met African people like their first generation or second generation African-American. I'm and I'm saying I am all I also understand myself as African, so I'm not saying that to to be anti African, but I'm saying first, second generation not. right, immigrant, immigrant family, and they grow up in a in a predominantly black American community. So they grow up having black skin and and being in this culture, and then they end up being confused later on in life because they're realizing that there's a because of their family's history and the dynamics of that and cultural dynamics that how they're navigating out in society in the world isn't culturally this it's not the the same yeah it's not maybe racially it's perceived as the same but they know wait there's there's a there's a separation here there's a difference here and then it creates these for some some of them existential crises where they're like who am i what am i oh, yeah. actually I and mean, having both uh experiences well it's but, I, i've i've said this before we said at the live show you're you're nigerian and black american yeah. so it's like 
even more of a <laughs> annoying, irritating thing probably going yeah. on, you know, in, in terms well, of that. It's like when you think about intra or intra or intercommunal conflict in this context, it's mm -hmm. like uh, being part of two separate communities that kind of reinforce all types of fucked up notions about each, each other, other. You know yes. what I'm saying? And I have right. all of those things internalized to where I'm just kind of like, what the f who the fuck am I do I even like like me you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying and it's like but it's like gotta be more confusing things. being but also black African black like we're I mean we're yeah. African black people yeah and then <laughs> there's this cultural shit going on and you're like what the fuck like what yeah. the fuck is going on like, I mean it's like going I mean I was in Nigeria in August uh and it's like there is a disconnect in both in in both scenarios because it feels like i've got something that you don't and you have something that i that i don't in sense mm -hmm. of like in the sense of like a wholeness and like just kind of comfort in your cultural identity where over here i can claim nigeria all i want um and the more we talk about it the more i'm kind of the less inclined I am to do that just in the sense of like nation state identity and all these things. But, right. but I can, I can claim that or I can claim Ijo all I want. But the reality is I go to Nigeria and they, they look at me. I, I stand out hmm. partly because there are just certain like little things about being American where you just physically kind of look different. You can see it on somebody's face that they're not, that they're not African in that sense or they're not American in that sense. And then also there's just cultural shit and there's like specifically, like if I go to Angiyama where my grandma is from, it's like, they just know I'm not from there. They don't see me, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And so you're kind of hit with that when you actually are in it. And that goes so deep to where like, I was getting my passport checked at the airport. Somebody saw my middle name, which is my mom's last name, Opigo. And they start talking to me in um, in Ijo, and I'm kind of like, don't, no, I don't. You got to look at the last name, dog. <laughs> this is Travis, <laughs> Travis, <Right>. Travis. <laughs> <laughs> and he was looking at me crazy, like, oh, you don't know where you're, you don't know where you're right. from. Like, then you don't it's know the what Akata shit or the I, what? What's the 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 cat? Do you know you know what I'm talking I, about? You know, that <laughs> was not. That's not even a. A phrase that was in my life. I've seen the discourse on it in, online, Let me but see like, if I got that right. It wasn't a thing that was in my life. But like, but yeah, just ha and like, granted, this dude was really pressing me about like he was asking like where am where am I coming from? Where am I from? And yeah. I was just and I didn't know what to tell him. I was like, I don't know, Bielsa. What do you ask? What information are you asking me for? Like Portakar, Bielsa. And I finally said the name of the village, Angiyama. And then he goes, Oh, okay, now he knows. Wow. And he was like pressing me like that. And I was like, dog, first of all, you gotta be clear about what you're asking me. But also like it's also customs and borders and shit. Yeah, and it's like I'm feeling that pressure. Well, it's not even the the border shit. That's a different conversation. But like the conversation of like but this no. was like a customs officer looking at your passport, I'm assuming. Oh yeah. yeah. And like try but trying to check me on like do you know where you come from right. in that cultural sense? Like he believes like, that you're from there, but he's trying to check you on that. No, I mean, like, he's trying to be like, do you culturally identify and right. do you, like, respect? But, like, his yeah. job is just to verify your passport. Oh, is, I mean, You're yeah. from where you're from. 
Yeah, but he wasn't doing it in that way. Mm -hmm. He was no, I know. It's like he's going way extra. Yeah, and he's doing it in in a sense of like, like yeah, I'm gonna let you through, obviously, but like what the yeah, it's like like what's up, you know? And it's yeah, I I I brought this up though specifically in for all of this, but also the the conversation Zach and I were having. This is where it gets a little spicy, but please, Mm -hmm. if you're a black. African, however you identify, please be patient and mm-hmm. please just like have an open mind as I start talking and I will clarify. I really have to I give that. Said I, I, I won't repeat it again. I already said what I said about patriarchy and sound bites. So. <laughs> right. I have, good. To, I have to give this preface because it's like a very sensitive discussion point and people can be very reactive and, they, and they'll jump. They mm. think they got you figured out from the you know because it's a nuanced thing so you got to just take the pieces and then let me put them together Mm -hmm. but the convert and i hope zach doesn't mind me talking about this i don't think he would but we were just having a conversation about how this is tied to the poc conversation the people of color conversation Mm -hmm. that extends to an african diaspora context as well yeah so we have and I really don't rock with ADOS. I do not rock with these like Nash, like chauvinistic reactionary, you know, black tendencies, if we want to call them that are about, you know, are quote unquote, not quote unquote, they're anti-immigrant, they're anti-African. They act like black people just came out of the ground in North America a few mm-hmm. centuries ago, and then we've been here ever since. Not that we we came from Africa a few centuries ago, which is not a long, not a long time ago. Um, I'm not coming from that camp when I say this, but I'm saying that there are. It's and it's a systemic thing. It's not just like it's not as maybe an intentional thing as some of these ADOS types might like to think. But it's a systemic and structural thing where behind the ambiguity around blackness as a concept, racially, ethnically, people not knowing what we're really talking about, you now have in entertainment a whole crop of, and it's predominantly West African people who in the roles that they're playing, the whatever, they're they're in these roles as a black American person essentially yeah. unless it comes up and they say i'm nigerian but there's this unspoken understanding of i am being mm. perceived as a black american specifically right. or however you want to call it black american new african basically black african people that have roots going back centuries in north america that is right. what i'm talking about that that's you know who we're talking about and um yeah it's it's kind of it's really painful and like frustrating because yeah you know that a part of the reason this is happening is is structural. It's because people who do come from this specific history did not have the same access, did not have the same, they just don't, didn't, do not have the same um, social and cultural history and context that people, you know, coming, immigrating from Africa might have, West Africa might have. Mm-hmm. And so it ends up, this ends up feeding a part of the, you know, what pe- what we call the dias- diaspora wars. Yeah. This, you know, like African people going, going at it against each other, especially, and I think we've talked about it before, especially like, um, like post Windrush, like 
West Indian Caribbean people in the UK and shit yeah. and African people in the UK right. and black Americans. There's just this disgusting, like yeah. vitriolic. Have we talked about it on here just privately? I think it's just hard privately. for me to, I don't think, yeah, I I think don't we've only remember. talked about it privately up yeah. until this point, but, but, um, yeah. And it's like, it, it, it does. Part of it is like, yeah, what mythologies are we making in our minds about this whole thing and, and responding to and creating problems that aren't there. But there is this part, I'll guess I'll speak for myself as a black person where sometimes it feels like when you, when you get more specific when you try and say no i am trying to build specifically with people that come from this culture and this background my my culture my background right there's people almost take offense to that because it's implied that you doing that is anti other african people yeah exclusionary anti other african people anti other people in general when it's really coming from this place of no it's like when she, there's this clip where Suge Knight's talking about Tupac and he's saying Tupac didn't hate other racial and ethnic people from other racial and ethnic groups. He just right. knew that we had it harder. Right. And we needed more help. Mm-hmm. That's the only reason why he would pe- place that focus and mm-hmm. that emphasis and gave more, opened up more of a chance, had more patience, more resources to people from our specific background. And it gets so fucked. The discourse gets so fucked when you when you look at that and then you zoom out to the broader discourse and we're talking about diversity and representation and we're back to the race. We're just talking about the racial thing. Yeah. And that's where the confusion happens. That's where the, mm. the shit I was talking about earlier happens. Someone who doesn't actually come from the my background in history can swoop mm-hmm. in because maybe our skin color is the same. I'm light skinned. Right. So it's we already know what it is, but that's a conversation in and of itself. Right. But black people more broadly, culturally, they, they'll have the same skin color and then they I can. I I was wearing these. Sorry. <laughs> I liked it. <laughs> y- y'all were both wearing them. So yeah. it's like, but yeah, they can, they can come in and then now you got black people feeling like, what the fuck? Mm. Yeah. What the fuck? And, and they're also mm. like, no, no, you no, we don't, yeah. you're not actually. You've mentioned this before. Yeah. yeah. About and you know, certain films you've, you know what? I right. can speak to that in a very, in an even broader context of just like all of Hollywood, where it kind of feels like, particularly knowing the legacy of like black shows on TV that are ninety percent of the time written by white people, mm-hmm. right? Where it's like right. somebody from a different uh, oh, cultural yeah. background yeah. might not have the understanding of of this situation to right. to even be able to perceive this as racist mm-hmm. or to as perpetuating fucked up things about right about black identity and black people you know what i'm saying and so like you can have and granted to be fair to a lot of uh other african people it's like um or west african people it's like i'm thinking about people like i was just in houston there's a huge nigerian population that's just mm. integrated in the community in houston yes, like i'm thinking right. about like Toby Wigwe is a rapper that just yeah. blew up blew up out of there who's like he is as as much an Ebo man as he is a southern Houston dude. Right. So it's like you have those right. you have those cultural cross uh just intersections right where there are just as many people who are prepared for that position as there are people who aren't. And the people who are producing these things just have no way of discerning. Yes. They just say like, right. oh, he could play the part. He was really good. 
and I've I've felt that tension myself in like um roles I've been in or whatever like not even that anything I was in was like there's also this dynamic of like cultural neutering of black people on TV mm. where there are white people who are so afraid to make any type of assumptions about mm-hmm. uh about blackness that the the black characters they write are just completely uh moot yes. and dead. Yes. And so and so I've felt that dynamic of just like what the fuck am I even portraying? And I think right. that I think it it invites interrogation of the entire system more than it does just the choices of individual actors you know what yes. i'm saying cuz these are yeah, still that's people. what i was trying to get at earlier yeah, yeah. and these cuz these are people that ultimately regardless of how you look at it regardless of where they come from everybody in this situation needs work right, right. and has to take what comes to them to a degree right. yeah, where it's like right so you can we can make this about diaspora wars all we want and we can make this about like oh, you played this character, you made this choice, or blah, blah, blah. But ultimately, it's like all systemic. of these people, yeah, it's systemic, and all of these people are being emotionally or financially manipulated into perpetuating all types of fucked up shit about each other. And then and then going back and getting, and getting blamed or blaming other people for the complicity that they had when the reality is there is a whole umbrella of people above them that put them in this position to begin with. Right. And that's not to entirely discount people's choices. You know, right, some people right, are right. in a financial position where they can turn no, turn down certain shit. Um, but the overarching uh, position for most people is not that. So it's like looking at that and going, there is a logic of white supremacy at, and capitalism intertwined at play here. Yeah. So what does it mean to do something different from that what are the values? What are the protocols? How are, you know, what opportunities are opened up to who, who's prioritized in that? And that, you know, there's a lot of specific and practical and action, actionable things that I think can be explained in, in that context. But I wanted to add another layer of spice now on top of what we're already <laughs> talking about. Like go even deeper with yeah. this shit. You talking about homie who, is he Nigerian? Uh, Who, Toby Wigwe? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he's Igbo. And and he grew up in Houston. In Houston, yeah. So we're talking about... It, so there's a lot of shit going on there, right? He's oh. a he's an African man, and he's, he's tied to this Nigerian culture, but he also is growing up in black community as a person with black skin. Yeah. So there is a cultural element to his upbringing that is black. Yeah. Like... Just like we're talking about non-black people that are growing up in black communities to the point where they're saying nigga to yeah. where they maybe they go outside the community and someone says, what the fuck? Why are you? And they're like, what are you talking about? Right. Right. So that's what I'm saying when, when we're talking about like culture, like that's the type of shit that we're, we're really getting at. And yeah. the stirring the pot thing and the mind fuck of it all is when you start interrogating identity in general, like from that, from that point. And what I mean by that is we don't all really know where we come from. Yeah. We don't actually know. Even if you get a DNA test and it's saying, Oh, you're whatever percent, blah, 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 blah. Culturally, 
you don't know the chain link that got you to where you are. Right. You don't actually know that. You just maybe know if you're lucky, you got a few generations back and then that sort of shapes your idea of like what your community is and what your culture is or whatever. Yeah. But if you keep going back, it's all these shifting <laughs> cycles, yeah. definitions, terms, borders, boundaries, flags. It's all changing. It's all it's all shifting. Yeah. It's not a static thing. Identity is it's and it's never been. It's never been that. Yeah. So that's what kind of puts me in this tr this train of thought of like trying to have these conversations about what's going on within a certain scope of time you know you don't just you don't say what i just said just to go so identity doesn't matter you know we're post-racial bro we're post-ethnicity we're post-culture bro like we're just all fucking cogs in the machine it's just about class man yeah. it's like you don't you don't do that you don't do that right but what you and for me what i in my mind my resolve is i look I look at a certain, I, I think about it within a, a, a scope, a frame of time and what, what's gone on systemically, structurally, inst institutionally, and who's been slighted within that and how they've been slighted. Yeah. And accounting for that, taking that with us in the building of new systems right. and logics right so that there's a reparative element but it's not reparations it's not a reparative element within the confines of an exploitative authoritarian social Apple. logic yeah right. right no we're carrying that into the building of new community you know if we're yes. talking about entertainment where it's cooperative it's it's communal it's we're thinking about creating our own safety net, you know, right. meeting our own material needs, all these different things. That element of what's happened the last few hundred years yeah. looks concretely like, okay, we have land. Are we talking to indigenous people that have roots here and they can trace their history back right. hundreds, thousands of years by their names, mm -hmm. right? Cause they, they've been doing that. Yeah. Uh, we have space here. Are we going to poor and working class black American people and or people who come from these communities and prioritizing them and offering up the, the, the space that we do have so that they can go and work with us and, and so on and right. so forth? Right. If you don't have any of these frameworks, this is just a clusterfuck of a mm. discourse that yeah, it's right. like, where, what are we even talk? What are you even talking about? I can't even yeah. imagine. I can't even imagine. If I, mean, I didn't have the these sorts of this sort of framing about it, I don't even know how I would partake in the I quote mean, unquote discourse yeah, at this point in time. You know, it's just like Olympics at a certain point. Yeah. It's just oppression right. Olympics, and it, right. either we can for go, a check or for yeah. a whatever, and we can yeah. either go the route that you're talking about, the liberatory route, where we actually look at all these things in a good faith way and say like, are all these people's needs ultimately being met, and are we right. accounting for all the intersections of trauma and yes, oppression that all right. these people have experienced or are we going the other route and you got to admit that there are niggas in mexico that are way more oppressed than you and have more stock in this like in the history of chattel slavery mm -hmm. than you do mm. you know what i'm saying they win like, <laughs> they, they win, win. Mm -hmm. they got it you lose they got it and they're oppressed <laughs> by, by our fucking border bullshit right. it's like when right. does it end you I know mean, what i'm like, saying right. and there's the element of like 
African people having their population siphoned out of the, out of there in the interest of creating this project over here mm-hmm. and not being able to develop that uh these communities for hundreds of years because the population was fucking static, mm-hmm. you know, because everybody, every working, uh, every able-bodied, uh, person is being siphoned out to just for, just to develop capitalism. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's like, you got to consider all of these intersections and yeah, there is that combative element now, but cause we're it, co- also cause we're coerced cause into we're coerced competing into with it, each yeah. other. That's what's incentivized. Yeah, it's just like I gotta gotta get one up over on the right whatever person. Right, you know? I gotta get what I can get. Mm-hmm. It's like that clip where Richard Pryor's, you know, talk. He's talking about it in the context of white supremacy and capitalism. He's like, yeah, if I was a a white working class man, I'm or poor man, I'm taking whatever the fuck I can. I'm taking the psychological wage of whiteness with me to the motherfucking bank. Yeah. You know, like right. I'm, ta- I'm taking that shit and I'm like, well, shit, by golly, they gave it to me. I'm running with it. Right. You know, right. like he, this is what Richard Pryor was saying, you know? Yeah. But, um, yeah, no, what weird, our shit is like, no fucking reject that shit. Cause it's ultimately just crumbs in the context of something that's fucking you over at the end of the day anyways yeah. and we could really just cooperate with each other to you know not have to deal with bosses and deal yeah. with being limited right even in a creative context like and and for the white people uh when you do reject that not in again not in the interest of this fucking bullshit over uh, post-racial shit it's like and also you, not on some moralistic shit not on the moral to be a good person fuck that shit yeah. no no we're talking about you we're talking about your yeah. well-being too it's like celebrate your own fucking culture to the extent that that's what raised you that's what brought you up that's what you have pride in and acknowledge the intersections with this power this power structure that you've been f- coerced into being a part of Right, and that you do if you do have a culture to if you do have a culture to <laughs> yeah if you grew up identifying well, there's a culture yeah. it's like it's a rich they call Alabama the time I think what you meant to say was roll tide uh, roll tide is what you meant to say yeah right right yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. God, this conversation the stars so at good. night are big <laughs> and bright <laughs> Deep in the heart of Texas I gotta say I don't I, I personally Have never heard Anyone Talk about this before mm. Not in any Certainly time Never Not in a, not in a No Not like a, a Not in a way that ties All the threads together, together. Everybody no, kind of Leaves no. it open ended And tries to do this Kumbaya shit of Yes this, Like you know, Let's all, all get together all Yeah we're all yeah. humans Just yeah. take all that Put it aside yeah. Right It's like you know Who else does that <laughs> Fucking niggas like Enrique Tarrio, fucking Proud Boy uh, president right, or whatever the right, fuck, right. where he gets to be like, well, I'm a Latino. Mm. You think this can really be a white supremacist organization if right. I'm a Latino? That's so hard. You had his name if just I'm a, ready. Yeah, bro. <laughs> I don't I, know that motherfucker's name. I yeah, think about that good. man a lot, bro. I don't know. <laughs> just like, that's the example. That's all the like, show. damn, he's got it bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm just like, that's the example that's at the tip of my tongue all the time when I'm that many t's but like <laughs> that's who that's who i'm that's always waiting to like <laughs> just the way that to the extent that i can i want to i want to like know where the fuck he's coming from and like mm. sympathize with him to the to the extent that i'm physically capable of where i'm just like 
how did you get fucking poisoned into this position where you think these people give a fuck about you? Yeah. It's related you know, to Kanye too. It is related to I Kanye. Not, to, and I was not like, to be the topical person. But yeah, no, I was, no, was going to mention was, that how anti-Semitism gets defended. Yeah, yeah, where he's he can say shit like, "Well, I'm not. I can't be anti-Semitic because I'm because actually Jews are black." Well, he, or the tweet was like, "Actually, the Jew are black," or some shit like that. But it's yeah, like he can't <laughs> even spell <laughs> insanely irresponsible yeah. fucking tweets correctly. Yeah, I'm just I'm going Deathcon Death three. Deathcon three. Death. It's Deathcon. Yeah, bro. And I'm just like, and and to that extent, don't even have the decency to be yeah. wrong correctly. Yeah, right. It's Deathcon <laughs> three on Jewish people. Okay. Right. I'm just like, and to the. <laughs> Well, to that extent, I'm just like, we are kind of in a post-racial society because anybody, regardless of skin color or, or whatever the fuck, can promote capitalism and if not if not white supremacy, the suprem mm. then like Western hegemony, right, right. which is the new uh, substitute for the same shit, where ultimately, no matter what you're doing, you're suppressing all these, uh, just the value and input of all of these different intersections of people saying um the implication that the values of indigenous people don't matter the the values of african people don't matter all of these groups of people that had a critique from jump of the shit you're trying to promote all of that shit doesn't matter because we have this forward uh progressive view of society that mm -hmm. uh that even though it was so dope somehow white people had to uh had to like manipulate and fucking force point guns at people for 500 years to force them into this mm -hmm. lifestyle mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but that but yeah that's the that's a superior way to uh way to structure community and humanity oh, okay cool and because you're uh because you're a brown or indigenous or black person who's been poisoned by this mindset now you think you get to validate the whole thing just because of your existence within it right yeah that's in the, that's it's how it is in the sense still racial and then it becomes a question of are you aware of what you're doing are yeah. you aware of how, how what you're playing into and right. and who's I mean, playing you it's useful idiot discourse bro. right it's, exactly it's, you know? right right and it's like I, I'm curious maybe what the root, not to try and psychoanalyze Kanye, but I'm curious what could ultimately be the root of wanting validation so bad from white people and white institutions and white industries. Like, And, and it's not just Kanye. Kanye is, is a kind of an extreme example of something that goes on more wides widespread and in deeper ways within black context than more black people yeah. would like to admit even in you know with black people who you know they they claim to be revolutionaries but their idea of what we should be aspiring to is still defined still by colonial white, structures yeah. it's still mm. defined by holding ourselves to what the white people have yeah. and what the white people have done well it, you know you know what i was working on a joke this past weekend that i ended up not trying but it was but like the big punchline was like ultimately i'm i'm starting to think this uh this bill cosby guy is not that great a guy <laughs> but like the the point being that right, like right. when people talk about cosby and how he fucked up they're talking about the obvious the 
the rape aspect, mm-hmm. the sexual assault aspect, the the hypocrisy, which Norman Norm McDonald has a great joke about. Um, but they're not interrogating the reality of like positioning like black respectability as this thing that is worth that is that should be attained and that is mm-hmm. accessible. And that's the big problem I have right. with like yes. with black pe- blackness and black people on TV is that we. Uh, is that we frame it in a, it, it, where all the like milestones of on black TV are like basically some version of we're just like you, right? We can right. be just like you. When right. the reality is like I don't want to fucking be like right. you, dog. Right. I don't. You is fucked up. You're fucked up. This is <laughs> fucked up. Yeah, it's and like and so just like the even the parts of Cosby that everybody fucking. That people still won't right. let go of. He was Those a doctor. Those parts are fucked up too. Like he I was a doctor. He had yeah. a brownstone. He right. Like I don't want to have to be a doctor <laughs> to yeah, be right. worth your fucking yes. You, to be to worth, be a human. To be right. human to you. I don't. I don't want to have right. to do that. Right. You know. And that's yeah. the problem I have. Part of the problem I have with my upbringing in general is like I have. I have this these fucked up senses of like self worth right. because like right. especially coming from a West African household. Right. There's this expectation to be a doctor, lawyer, engineer, all of these things, and mm. I'm just like, okay, well, if I, if if I can't do that, then who the fuck am I? Right. What do I, you know? Right. So to Oof. have that going on collectively at a psychological <laughs> yeah. level, as a black, you know, as black people, is yeah. a mind fuck. Right. You and know? it's it like it almost makes you feel like if you can't att- attain certain things, it's like, okay, you you're not black anymore. You don't get to represent us. You don't get. It's like, it's like, like when people talk about. You know, uh, Africa, I'm putting for people only listening to the audio, I'm using scare quotes here. Yeah. You know, the talking about Africa as being underdeveloped, right? And like, yeah. <laughs> it's like, where's your nation state, bro? Yeah. Where's your name? You, you're, <laughs> yeah. you're, you're, you're telling me you're, you're great, you're a great people. You're right. telling me you're human. Y'all haven't even got a centralized government, military, yeah, and repressive right. police force set up. Violent military orders. <laughs> <supporters. laughs> it's not right. legit to me. Like, right? That's such a. Fucking... And then that's obviously the other side is like the white supremacists and fascists. They're like they're genetically. See, the thing is, they're genetically incapable of attaining these f- fucking outlandish standards we've set for them. Uh, well, and, these and are just the facts. They have a lower IQ. There's it, nothing. Yeah, yeah, it's got. I'm it's, not a racist for pointing that out. These are just the facts. <laughs> it's got, facts it's don't got, care it's got nothing to do. It's got nothing to do with us coming into their uh, society and imposing a, a yeah, 20% hierarchical. 20% of my penis culture. is 60% of the way. Man. <laughs> 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 that rem- I don't know don't why care about your feelings. I don't know why that me. Have I mentioned on this on the show that like a a pretty famous black dude, like to, uh black actor, told go name. I don't. I, and I'm not gonna pressure. I, I'm not gonna I don't pressure know. you. I don't know. I'm just man, being. A, I got. Uh, I got. I'm being an asshole. You know what? You know what? Actually, I tweeted it once. I I talked about it online one time and. I, I, I mentioned it and I didn't name him and then mad people were in my DMs like oh yeah I this, remember this. this dude and I was like yep <laughs> uh, so maybe just like telling the story will uh, I, I really have to pee and I want I feel like I'm yeah you guys I'm gonna are do that. spitting right now and I gotta go yeah. I have to be up early as fuck oh damn what time oh, yeah. is it it's almost 11 yeah, oh okay almost 11 
I'm like, this is so good. And yeah. I'm so inconvenienced by yeah. it. Guys, donate to <laughs> yeah. the Open Collective and well, Connor won't have to get up early and we can go we can go wow. rogue in six hours. Figure uh, that. Yeah. Not wow. have to worry about time as much. We can just entertain you all. Oh, wow. <laughs> Think about that. Oh god. I literally woke up this morning and I said, Fuck, I do not want to get up. I said that out loud. Right. It was like seven AM. Right. Oh man. Yeah. I Yeah. There's there's wage slavery still going on, folks. Uh with don't the jaded form. Don't have a choice. So the more uh bread y'all can put up, the more it helps us. And um Yeah. Tell your friends. We all we all love you. You're, you guys rule. <laughs> I like how our Discord's feverish. The feverish fandom in the Discord's Discord. Um, We've got feverish fandom <laughs> going on in the Discord. Jaded fever sweeps the nation. <laughs> sweeps the nation. <laughs> this new idea. Cooperation. Operation oh. Cooperation. Oh, they're back on. They're back on. Let's go. Okay. <laughs> I got to go, though. So we're ending this. Right. Okay. Unfortunately. Although, I- honestly. We all can keep just going. like the white man <laughs> and the black, <laughs> just and the black. Oh, let me get out of Silence here. Let's, can you can you imagine that TikTok comment? Yeah, right. I just really, Connor, you're really <laughs> funny, but that was really insensitive. Yeah. yeah. And before you go, can notice I, how he walked out. Right. <laughs> yeah, just analyzing every yeah. little thing. Like I know what he was thinking. It's written all over his face. <laughs> right. Look at his body uh, language. Right. Look at his body language. You know, black people don't even like custard. Frozen <laughs> 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 <Bro's a> custard. <laughs> custard. Yeah. Uh, so, so before you go, I'll wrap this. And this is the last thing I have to uh, say. So, uh, a black person who was, who like probably peaked in fame around 2008, uh, approached me at a comedy club, okay. and told me that he could that he could guess what tribe in Africa I'm from, if and only if I allowed him to measure my skull. Don't they call that phrenology? Phrenology. They do. Uh huh. Eugenics gang up Eugenics in his gang bitch. Eugenics gang up in his bitch. Eugenics gang up in his bitch. Eugenics gang up in his bitch. Yeah. Okay, so that's my love Patreon. Eugenics gang up in his gang. Eugenics gang. And we all just did it. I had to do it. I had to give the haters one. No, I can't. Y'all not gonna get me. Y'all not gonna get me. Eugenics gang up for when they take. That's my favorite actor, Eugene Levy. It's like when they take shit from Obama's audio books. Like, it's just like, what the fuck is this, nigga? Like, <laughs> what do you say? Get your own damn fry. Yeah. <laughs> oh. yeah. Have you seen the clip of Trump going, Obama? What? He says Obama with an N at the end of it. Obama. Obama. On Twitter, they'll have that. And then they'll have Biden saying Minnesota, but like sliced in half. So it'll be like, Soda! <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Look, look, look. Let me just say this. Let me just say these. 
please someone throw a beat behind me. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck it. Go all the way with it. I don't give a fuck. Go all the way with it. If you're going to commit, commit. Don't just cut the clip. Put a beat behind it. Gang up in his bitch. You know there's going to be some freaky, problematic, like, group called eugenics with like a k in the future right oh yeah there's already the if you see the med, the pills eugenics no or it new, sounds like a joe rogan like fucking oh, i think it's alex yeah, jones take, supplement oh, no, i take it's, eugenics before every it's called it's, called, it's new genics new genics yeah it's a, it is a supplement generation. no we're doing it again yes. the right way. right, the right way, it's dog. the new version <laughs> oh god <laughs> i like well there's so much more i want to talk i want to talk about that fucking school yeah Kanye's bro. building he's talking about a new ecosystem cotton farms bro. and manufacturing he wants to build. you can see he's pulling on some of the stuff we're talking yeah. about but it's there's just no so coherency yeah, and crazy i just want to talk about how i watched crouching tiger recently again i also think with that it's like he's getting to the point where it's like i don't know bro like i don't know if you're just misguided anymore I like I really don't oh, man. buy that. There's something I don't way think there's like a, oh he'll get it eventually. Like no, I don't fucking no, that's think done. so. That's I think done, there's a bro. dominator that's logic done. that's inexplicable from like your Messiah soul complex at this point. logic. It's yeah, something broken right. you. It's not yeah. gonna get fixed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you're extremely powerful. You have no consideration for that. Yeah. yeah, your influence. You're malevolent at a certain yeah. point. I'm not gonna call yeah. another human being evil necessarily, but like you're being evil. It's I mean, almost, you're just being evil. It almost feels racist to continue suggesting that any of this is out of his control. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yes. It's like, it, it almost is the... It almost it's paternalizing. Feels like, it's like, yeah, well, right. it's, it's not. He I'll, couldn't. He couldn't get it. Yeah. He just couldn't have those ideas. I mean, he well, has don't. mental health issues. Right. And I, come on. Ironically, come it's on, the, guys. It, it's the. I wouldn't want my kid on TikTok either. That's why I'll abuse my whole family. <laughs> right. Everyone around me. <laughs> right. It's like what? Well, bro, it's ironically, it's the same logic people use to promote anti-Semitism. It's always there's always this conspiracy theory that behind every black movement is ultimately the Jews. There's right. always that somebody comes up comes out with that shit. So to to have people perpetuating that narrative that Kanye doesn't know what he's doing or doesn't know what he's talking about, have he's got some type of like fucking Dumb. unseen puppet master of, of mental health or whatever the fuck it is. Like he does have yesmen around him, but that. like you're also keeping the yes. He's not a fucking idiot. He's very intelligent. Yeah. He's abusing his family. In, he's just outright abusing and stalking and harassing his wife and family. Right. He's now fully just saying, like, it's literally like <laughs> 1922 Apologia. shit. It's literally like, yeah, he's normalizing fascism. He's, it's like, there. it's clear now that the whole Balenciaga, all black fascist adjacent imagery is not as much of a joke. Yeah. Or as ironic as you might think. Right. He's... Going through these cycles where it's like, oh, they tried to get me on the Trump train and Candace Owens. Oh, but I'll come back with Candace Owens and yeah. say White Lives Matter and all that. Yeah. Oh, but I'm trolling. It's like, right. literally, go fuck yourself Like right. at this point. Go right. fuck yourself. You're my enemy. You're right. my enemy. I just see right. narcissism and maybe even some sociopathic shit going on. Low key. Yeah. But it's probably it's a, just a narcissism no, personality so, disorder. It's, it's, or something. it's all of it jumbled up fucking together. Yeah. And it, and then on a deeper human level, there's a level of awareness and intelligence. And also just, he's just not stupid. He knows what he's doing yeah. at this point. 
He knows what he's doing. Yeah. And it's just like, yeah, you're being fucking evil. Like, right. there's just no excuse for it. Right. There's absolutely none. Mm-hmm. We're never going to be like, wow, we really were hard on Kanye. That'll right. never fucking happen. Yeah. That'll <laughs> never, never happen. Ever. Never again. There's never, there's not a, you'll see. Mm-mm. It'll all make sense later. I was dumb enough Dumb. to the point where he was doing the Trump shit. I'm like, he's really going about this really recklessly, but maybe there's a point here. He's got an album coming out. Maybe he'll drop. And then no, yeah, not it's at like, all. At what, like, oh, this is really at what point do we stop buying into that whole, like, he's just promoting himself shit. Like, that's just, that's <laughs> Bro, just what it is. If Hitler, he got a new album coming out. <laughs> he got if Hitler dropped music, too. if Don Hitler dropped too, music, it wouldn't matter. <laughs> right. You know, like, like who gives a fuck, man? Donda two coming soon. Donda Donda 2's out. You can only play it on his shower speaker that he (laughs) sold it for $300. Right. I think I may have created a word. No, I didn't. Nugenics? (laughs) No, I said paternalizing earlier, but I meant patronizing. Yeah. But paternalizing. Patronizing. I mean, same implications, Yeah. There's a connection there. There's a, there's Mm. a, you know. Yeah. I'm just you got to um, recognize that sometimes people just have bad ideas and, and sometimes and, they have agency. Right. I'm just right. so done. Like there was even someone who was like, what do you listen to when you want to listen to Kanye? But you can't. And it's like, dude, I don't I, I listen to it enough. I got it. <laughs> I got it. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah. <laughs> like there's definitely some music like Michael Jackson. I can easily listen to. Sorry. But yeah. like it's getting to the point where it's like this person's alive and actively sucking. Yeah, it's hard. Yeah, to do this, you know, it's yeah. not a movie where the characters are. It's a fictional, right? This mm-hmm. is someone's voice, and it's their art is them. Yeah, they're still it's... impacting and shaping people's lives. They have a lot of they're being defended broadly, right? right? There's, and there's, it's like how off, how long are we gonna perpetuate this notion that you can just like blindly like fu- like fucking right. Mr. Magoo fumble your right. way into right. fascism? You know what right. I'm saying? Like, right. It's on purpose. You went on Tucker an, Carlson. Yeah. The Van, the Van Lathan moment, mm-hmm. they cut out where he's... he. I don't know if you saw this story. Zach retweeted it. In that 2018 TMZ thing, where he was like, slavery was a choice, he yeah. literally also said, I like Hitler, I like Nazis. And they cut that out. What? They cut that out. Van- they left everything else. They cut that out. Van Lathan, even in his rant, said in re- he referenced that they cut that out because then they would have to include the hitler comments wow yeah van lathan on his podcast recently because well he, he was holding on to that shit right like <laughs> probably Jesus. to help him out not mention that you yeah. know but now he came with that defcon 3 tweet he's like yeah he was also mentioning hitler yeah i got Jeez, t- i got some man. rap beef tea related to that i can share with y'all after this is done but I figure yeah. we could end with this, maybe. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Highly recommend getting off the Kanye train before it inev- inevitably reaches the Hitler was a good guy. Stop. Man. Zach Stradamus. Zach Stradamus, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What, Negro Damus? <laughs> Paul, Paul Mooney. Yeah. Well, Man. folks, we'll certainly have more to talk about next episode. Thank you for tuning into jaded episode jaded forum episode 14 <laughs> i'm just picturing fucking charlie murphy on Chappelle's show like 
you know, he was talking about Hitler back then. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> that, I was doing that. Yeah. I was doing that Rick James skit. Yeah. You know, he was in the background. See, Kanye's Charlie Murphy is Talib Kweli. Talib Kweli will be like, <laughs> he was Kanye was talking about back that all the way back then. He hasn't changed. He's yeah. always been that person. Right. <laughs> to that to the the shit that you were saying, Connor. Yeah. He told me that personally. He told me that directly to Luke Quali really? years ago, years ago. About like the Hitler stuff ago. or about the right wing stuff? In no, general? no, not him being into Hitler or something, but just him being <laughs> like, Hitler. it was like, it was after the, I used to love Kanye was, became a thing and people right. saying, oh, I want the old Kanye. And, um, it's like that, this is the and old Kanye. And like, no, he always had these values. He was just, there's more shit I can share, wow. but it's. Not for the cameras. So. Mm-hmm. Maybe one, maybe one day bonus. Maybe content. the exclusive yeah. content. Yeah, I miss, I miss Weimar Kanye. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's post World War One. <laughs> there's super secret right. intel that yeah. I can share with y'all. Yeah, yeah. That y'all aren't gonna hear. <laughs> <laughs> All, All right. right, on four, All right, guys. Yes. Yeah. Let's go. All right. Let's in- the engage. invisible four. Engage. <clears throat> one, two, three. <laughs>